really fucked up. Fucked up bad. Tell me something encouraging. I just smoked a buck. I smoked a fork. Oh my god, my first year. Alrighty, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Uh, it's that time of year again. It's going to... I want to say it's like an annual thing, but it's our second time actually doing it to me. Um, right to Bear, we're fortunate enough to have those guys as a, a sponsor of the podcast, and, and they help us out tremendously. So make sure if you guys are looking for anything firearms related or hunting gear needs, you run down into their shop and give Trent and Drew a shout out and uh, check out what they got and have them hook you up with whatever you need. That being said, we are giving away, well, hold on, we're raffling off. A Winchester SX4. Um, that will end in March. I think March 16th is the end of the raffle. So it gives you enough time to do the dross and go pattern that shotgun. And, uh, you know, take it out for the opener of uh, turkey season. It'll be at Turkey Tune-Up as well. Yes, it will. We will be able to add raffle t- or add purchase tickets into the raffle uh, at the turkey tune-up and um, that will be at the booth unfortunately i'm not going to be there i'm going to be out on vacation but timmy and brian will be there a couple representatives from r2b will be there one of them we're talking to yep, today, right now andrew kraminski but before we get into that um if you do want to enter just you can go to our instagram at ridge ridge outdoors podcast you can go to right to bears i think they have a link towards it or you can go into the shop and personally pick up a um a couple tickets for that it's ten dollars per raffle ticket up to five? Was it five, Timmy, or is there uh, unlimited? I, I think it's five. Yeah. Yeah, excuse me for not knowing. Uh, it, it's pretty brand new, but listen, let's dive into this. Local Killers, episode two. Andrew Kraminski. What's, What's up, dude? What's up? Not much, man. How you doing? Great. It's a beautiful day. Don't be nervous. All right. Dude, I trip over my words all the time, so don't, don't stress on it. The, right. the listeners don't listen to this because, you know, we sound great. They listen to it because of the, the knowledge that we're able to put out there. Right, a little bit that I can. Yeah, dude, just give us a little bit about yourself, bro. Uh, Andrew Kraminski, thirty-five. I grew up in Julian, live in Alpine now. I've been a firefighter since I was nineteen. I uh, went through, uh, worked with Billy. He's been on here before. <coughs> yeah, worked for, worked for the Forest Service, Cal Fire, and I worked for a department up in uh, a different county north of Camp Pendleton. Right, just leave that at that. Um, I've been hunting for about ten years now. I started. Really knew nothing uh, as a kid. Did a little bit of bird hanging with my dad, but besides that, we didn't really do too much big game until I met a a guy, a, a guy local guy. He doesn't live here anymore. I'm sure you guys have heard of him, uh, Doug McClanahan. He did a bunch of the like skinning things. Some of the older guys that listen to this right. probably okay. understand. Okay, it. he was out of the skin, so I played water polo with his. Uh, oh, hold on, dude. He had Doug's Wilderness Adventure. Yes, that's oh, okay. Doug's yeah, yeah, Adventure. dude. So, I got yeah. my my hunter certificate at, or the yes. hunters yep. ed that's, out of that's there. Doug McClanahan. Rad. Uh, I. I uh, was on the hot shot crew with uh, Scott, his son. So when we were in high school, we played water polo, and that was like my first introduction to big game. We went hunting, and we saw a nice three-by-three. Unfortunately, um, the shooter missed, Mm -hmm. so we weren't able to capture on that one. We didn't kill that one. That Um, was your first go-around? That wasn't my hunt. That was my buddy's. Okay. Um, But I didn't. Get into. I didn't have my first big game tag until I think I was twenty four, twenty five. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was. You were late like me, man. Late, dude. But it doesn't matter. You it can doesn't make up matter. The time with the time in the field. Absolutely, dude. So. You're without a doubt one hundred percent right with that. It doesn't matter what how old you are when you got into this. If you just put the time in the field, man, you can find success without 100%. a doubt. There's no way 
to explain it. Other, unless you go like a canned hunt or you pay a guide service that's, you know, a reputable guide service, let me put it at that, uh, to go out and get it done, man. You, there's no other uh, way of saying it. You just yeah. got to get boots on the ground and get yeah. after it, you know? I mean, that's yeah. one thing we all have in common, dude, just it's putting true. in the work. Just got to grind. That's it. If you're not sweating, you ain't hard, working hard enough. I yeah. tell you that much. Dude, I – so – prior to meeting you i actually met you through right to bear this is true right i yeah. actually met you in the shop and we're like oh shit you know yeah all oh, the same common yeah, stuff exactly we're all into it. fighter yeah yeah all of it man been yeah. choked out a handful of times <laughs> me and you, you both leave the ego at the door dude that's it dude you know percent. <laughs> yeah, but dude so basically i remember watching you on a youtube video fucking stud dude right over there, right over there. yeah exactly dude yeah. and just listen that right there was inspiration not only to me, but I'm assuming that anyone that's ever watched it that had ever been able to think or even conceive of going solo in the backcountry yep. needs to watch it. Dude. Oh, 100%. And it, you know what? I'll say this. I was super new. I didn't really know much about hunting. You look at my gear. It's, it's trash. Fucking Walmart compared to now, shit. You know, but... Hey, I got it done. Dude, Put for time sure. in the field, but that's all it really takes, you know. And Well, it takes a nutsack, bro. Yeah. And the video. The video is pretty. That was my first time ever filming a video right. and editing it. So just like when you do watch it, if you do, just give me a little leniency on that. <laughs> it was, it was perfect. It was great, man. Like yeah. that's anyone. I don't know. So coming, starting hunting late in life. Yeah. Like when I watch videos on youtube and they're they're new dudes filming hunts or whatever first off it ain't easy filming period oh no it, it's just you not concentrate on both things at yeah one time, especially you, as a new hunter it's, exactly it's hard and the fact that you were able to go document it and and have that literally for the rest of your life yep you know and be able to relive those moments and it just allows you to think about how far you've come yep but then it also allows you to look back and be like look guys it isn't. It is extremely difficult to do, but it is. It's plausible to get it done. Oh, hundred percent. And you did it, dude. It's all it takes, man. It's just hard work. And there's so many platforms now. Like I've learned so much over the years from podcasts like this, yeah, and different ones. Um, and then just looking up things. And you got the Onyx. You got Base Map. You have Avenza Maps. You have so many different platforms now that you can actually look. When twenty years ago, thirty years right. ago, you didn't have these platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't have these GPS markers. You didn't know, hey, that. There's a buck over there, but I don't know if it's private, so I'm not going to hunt it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Nowadays, you have platforms everywhere. Oh, yeah. If you look at any place, you see Cleveland National Forest, BLM, you know, State Trust, out of state. I mean, yeah. you can, if you see that, just go hike it. Yep. There's deer there. Get after there it. There might not be a lot of deer, but if you go there, you'll know, hey, if there's no deer there, I'm not going to go back. Right. But if there is deer, hey, that's a good spot for me to continue Without to go. a doubt, dude. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right about that. There's, uh, I don't know. I find it, I find dudes falling into the same pattern yearly oh 100 and and they they have every intention to get out and do exactly what we're talking about right now um you know it's like the anticipation of season you go oh well i made those mistakes last year i'm not going to make those same mistakes this year yeah so you tell yourself a million times but you know how they say what what is it to me it's like uh one percent of the hunters killed 90% of the deer. I 100% agree You, you know what I mean? Dude. But that 1%, yeah. they actually, when they say, I'm not going to make that mistake yeah. again, yeah. they don't make that mistake again. You have to. And, and Being like, adaptable is super important. Dude, Timmy, you hit it right on the head. Like like that San Diego buck you killed in 2021, you yeah. know? You literally picked a spot on the map, and you went, I'm going there. And when it got tough getting up there, you were like, I'm still going there. You didn't turn around and go, ah, you know... It's fucking hot. 
Or, There's only an hour and a half of lie. I'm yeah. not going to be able to hunt very long. It doesn't matter. Things can happen. Dude, it happens so fast, you know, and, and that's how it happens. Everyone, everyone wants that perfect broadside shot. Everyone wants that perfect wind in your face. You have plenty of time. You're able to stock in 500 yards, you know, that's every, not hunting. and it ain't, <laughs> dude, it is not. If you, maybe if you're on like some private ranch or something, dude, I, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen on public, but not, okay. I want to say, uh. The majority of the animals that I've killed have always been like, oh, shit. Like, this we has got to happen. Th- we got three fucking minutes. Oh, you yeah. Know? That like, happened <laughs> to me this morning with my D19. Never been there, and that happened exactly just like that. Dude, so. it ain't it? It's crazy. It's like, oh, we better make this happen you or it ain't going to happen. two seconds, and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. But, so so let's, let's recap on your very first successful hunt in San Diego versus how you hunt now. What, okay. what are the differences? Yeah. I don't hike as much. I got really good glass. Yeah. <laughs> sit yeah. on a knob and I could sit there for four yeah. hours. I was talking to a buddy. I don't know if he listens to this, but I was talking to a buddy earlier or a couple weeks ago. and He's like, yeah, we went out to Arizona and he was with his dad and his, he was on the, he understands how to hunt. He understands what needs to happen. He needs to sit up on the hill, glass, find the box, stock it and kill it. And this is archery, right? His dad just wants to go hike. Like if you're making that much noise, like, think about a stock, right, when you're archery hunting. Think about how quiet you have to be. And you think that you're going to have success just walking through the wilderness? Right. Like, you're freaking high, dude. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Like, you're kicking every rock. They live day to day to avoid predators. Yeah. And if you're making mistakes just walking through, your wind's bad, you really think you're going to kill something? Right. You have people that do this for five, ten years. I know guys that go to Colorado for archery elk hunting. They've been there for 15 years never killed an elk. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... How Dude, serious are you going to take it? Kyle Kyle Patterson, uh, local killer, episode one. Yep, right? listen to that one. Dude, he, he said it. He goes, every year someone gets lucky, like walking around, stomping through the forest or 100%. whatever you're at. Dude, you get lucky yeah. for sure. Forky, jump out. And for, and yay, it's cool. But he'll say it. It's like, yeah. dude. Rifle hunting's a little easier doing that. With that, I get it. But when you have it. a bow, dude, you see a deer at 150 yards, you yeah. ain't killing that deer. No. <laughs> You could fling an arrow because if it ain't flying, it ain't dying. Right. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Well, you got to think about it. You've walked home from bars late at night before, and you're four blocks away from a dog in someone's backyard, and it starts barking. Yeah. Look how far away you are. It heard you. It smelled you. Mm-hmm. Deer are better. I mean, they live in that. Dude, they we, have to. we live in a noisy environment, 100%. right? So, like, when we are out in the field and it is, like, dead quiet, we're like, fuck, it's so quiet. And it could be, like, a three-mile-an-hour breeze. A deer is like, it's kind of noisy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> like what's going on here? Yep. This is fucking on the on a pivot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, so we we don't adapt very well, and that's why it takes so much time in the field. That's why it takes days, weeks. You know what I mean? Years for individuals oh, yeah. to find success because they don't pick it up as fast as some other dudes do or gals. Or they do. don't recognize their right. faults. Correct. Or they don't have someone to bounce off because a lot of people are solo. They don't know, hey, I'm being too loud. Correct. Or hey, the wind. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these little things that you pick up through people or listening to episodes right. or l- watching YouTube videos or something like that, they take they don't recognize those things. Right. And it takes them a couple of years to recognize those things. But once they do they start getting into a hundred yards mm-hmm. and they're like, oh I got a hundred yards. What did I do wrong at a hundred yards? And then they start I feel like they start breaking the everything down. Yeah, I feel like there's point. a big gap from when you're starting, you don't just go gung-ho, right? right? You don't know what you're doing. And then you start thinking about all the missed stocks you had or mm-hmm. whatever's happening. And then you really start breaking it down. And some for some people, it takes one year. 
Some people will take five years, 10 years. It just depends. But the more people you can surround yourself with that are good hunters or people that you can learn something off, you need to surround yourself. I'm a firm, dude, I'm a firm believer that if you have went a couple seasons chasing deer with your bow and have failed, you are that much better of a rifle hunter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, like, Dude, I'll yeah. sit at 500 yards yeah. all day and smoke a deer, yeah. you know? It's like, whatever. Now, Dude, it, archery hunting, you got to think about yeah. the whole platform. Mm-hmm. If they're across canyon, you ain't getting to that damn deer. If you're in the open, you ain't getting to that damn deer. It. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's such a huge ball game. But I like, I like how you said, like, essentially, you have to adapt and, like, understand and realize the faults that you're making. Yeah. Because, you, and the unfortunate part is, and this is just part of the learning curve, it is, it's, it's fortunate for dudes that have gone through this and have learned it, we look back and go like, you got to learn this, but it's unfortunate for the new guys because like they have to learn that. Oh, hundred percent. And that, and if, if, if there are people that get discouraged, like if they're a person that can't like mentally persevere through tough times and honey, especially locally down here or in California in general, that's how that happens. Where dude just quit honey. Oh, yeah. Dude, guys and gals quit honey. Plus you know? the lack of game. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you, for go, sure. to, you go anywhere else. Oh dude. Yeah. I've said it. Yeah, I'm seeing bucks every day uh-huh. passing bucks mm-hmm. every day now mm-hmm. here it's like you see one deer you're freaking out right? i still have a hard time though dude when i'm out of state i see a deer and not want to just fucking hit uh, the bank switch i have a I hard did. time dude i, I just did. do i used to but i was in <laughs> right? colorado I mean, this year and i'm passing 150 bucks looking for that I, next level you dude know but I mean? you know what though that was your plan though like yes. when you put i remember talking to you last year like 160 or better yep you know like yep. you were just sold and that was your plan so you stuck to your plan you know, that that was what allowed you to find what you found and killed it. Yep. If you would have been like, oh, shit, I'm going to shoot anything that's legal. Yep. And you know some guys would be like, well, shit, Brandon, you, you know, you probably should start looking for older age class bullshit. If it gets my heart pumping, Do I'm it. hitting that bang switch. That's and why I, you hunt. That's why you put your money towards right. conservation to be able to capitalize Correct. on the, the game mm-hmm. or the resource that you put money towards. Right. Don't let anybody ever tell you that, oh, don't shoot that because right. it's too small. If it makes you happy, shoot the freaking thing. Shoot it. Yep. Shoot yeah. it dead. Don't dude. listen to anybody else, dude. Yeah. If it makes you happy, whatever. Yeah. Shoot the damn thing. It, Plus, it's meat in the freezer. Dude, there's Some people a, only have one hunt a year. That's it. And if they want to put meat in the freezer and they see a, a forky, shoot the damn thing. And don't make not, excuses for it either. Yes. Don't post, don't be like, I, oh, I shot a forky because I was after a 170 that you never even saw. Just say, I shot a forky because I wanted to fill and the And I'm freezer. proud of it. Yes. I shoot does and I post them and I'm proud of it. Dude, think about absolutely. how many people talk crap on the freaking boards like, oh, that's a stupid buck. Look at that thing. Well, did you hunt this year? How yeah. many bucks did you kill? I didn't yeah. see anything. Yeah. It's like, screw you, bro. Yep. Do what makes you Go happy. Eat a bag, of, bag of sand. I, I love it that you're saying that. <laughs> I don't give a shit, I fucking dude. love it, dude. <laughs> it's so stupid. Dude, I, I want every new hunter or even experienced hunter. Like, don't ever. Like, my buddy Matt, okay? He kills. He's a guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he, we talked about him. He fucking kills trophy deer for yes. a living. That's yeah. what he does. Yep. He has fallen into that mindset of, I got to shoot trophy deer. Well, that, that it's different. It is different for him, hundred percent. But I told like we are coos hunting, and obviously, dude, I fought it. I shot a tank of a coos buck, right? Yeah, that's tank. He he still shot a great buck. Yep. But he was like, "Fuck, I should have held out." And I'm like, "Matt, no, no, dude, you're gonna regret saying that one day." Like, dude, we were out here together. We hunted our asses off. Yep. We found great bucks, and you yeah. doubled up, and we fucking doubled up. Dude. And how often does that happen? Right, doesn't happen, very dude. Often. On public land, getting it in, never been to that unit before. That's and, the biggest thing, dude. And we found success in that right there. And believe me, dude, like, oh yeah, he understood what I was saying. Oh yeah, and he wasn't like 
negating that fact. He's just like, well, dude, I, coo- I kill fucking 100-plus-inch coos deer in Mexico all the time. And he's also at that point in his hunting career Correct. where he can be picky. You're absolutely right. You know Me? What I mean? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. And I'll, I'll look anyone straight in the face and be like, dude, that was the funniest shit in the world. Yeah. Meanwhile, fucking 17-inch forkies fucking dude. flopping on the ground. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, You're happy with the experience, dude? Yeah. dude live it. Dude, fuck. Because you're not going to get very many of those. No. It, we could end tomorrow. Many. Think about it. How many people do you think kill 30-plus deer in their year? In their lifetime? It, not very many. Not that very many. Mm-mm. So every time you kill, get infatuated with that moment because you're mm-hmm. never going to live it again. Take as right. many pictures as you can. Take a 3D. If your buddy's with you skinning, take a video of that thing. Because yeah. you know what? You're going to want that memory. Absolutely. Dude, my phone is loaded with just you have to. buddies skinning oh, yeah. deer. I got Timmy, I got pictures of you working on your deer from Brian. This is going to sit in my phone, dude. Not that yeah. it's like... He just sent them to me last night, and he's like, check this out. Dude, it's like a buddy, anyone, like any of my family members or my friends. Uh, like, Krim, when you sent me that 19 bucky shot, yeah. I was like, that's still in my phone. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's badass. Yeah. I love looking at harvest pictures from yeah. my friends and yeah. family. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just like, this is... You like seeing them yeah. have success. Yeah. And that picture was amazing. That background. It was so great. Yeah, I've never was, been in that unit. I was in that unit for three days and killed a buck 520 yards. Yeah, that, that picture I you took it. with it was yeah. absolutely perfect. Yep. You know, and I love how, like, you, you're not shying away from the 520 mark. Oh, I don't care. They're, they're, I'm proud of that, dude. Uh, absolutely. Because you know what? I, put, I don't give a shit. Talk shit about me. Whatever. I put in more time than anybody. Not anybody. Right, let me, right, let right. me backtrack that because that kind of sounds really arrogant. Um, I put in a lot of time perfecting my gun mm-hmm. and my craft because this is what i love this is my passion right right i'm not gonna go take that 520 yard shot if i didn't shoot every single week for right. the last six months yeah. leading up to the season because that's yeah. what you need to do you to shoot. be able to take those long shots i'm not saying that every situation calls for a 520 yard shot because if the wind's blowing 10 miles an hour i might not be taking that shot right because you're not going to have that consistency and you're going to have that Big, yeah, you have you know, a variance for sure. Yes, yes, but if you want to be successful in those long-distance shots, you need to be putting in the time, going to the range. Yeah. I have people, oh, man, I missed that buck. Well, how many times did you go to the range before? Oh, I just went once to make sure it was sighted at 100 yards. Well, did you stretch it yeah. out past that? Well, no. Well, then what it, What results are you ex- expecting? Right, right. Come on, dude. Like, what kind of Kentucky wind did you use? <laughs> you have a freaking brain? Use the damn thing. Yeah, like, you're on, absolutely dude. right, dude. It's common sense, dude. For, it I'll is. take... What I think is common sense isn't always common sense for everybody else. Well, I'd say, you know, 10%, whatever, dude, whatever the percentage. But think about what you're doing. I It, it goes with duck hunting, too, yeah. though. Oh, Listen, yeah. some dudes are like, you fucking sky busted that duck. It wasn't, yeah. well, I'm sorry it wasn't fucking backpedaling, dropping into my decoys, and it yep. was just 35 yards in front of me. Yep. And I bust, and I was, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you build your own ammo, you right? Yeah. You, oh, I, yeah. my reloading's right there. My bench, yeah. my press, everything's right there. Yeah, yes. you perfect it. Yeah. And you're, you're, I know my gun's inside it out. That's a you good thing. You know what I mean? You so, know what it is? Look, 520. Real quick, we got to talk. 520? That's not f- my longest dude, shot this city either. I know, either. but I'm just saying, yeah. that's a 50-yard bow shot, bro. Yes, yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. You know? I mean, that is the truth. You shoot your guns a lot. Yes. I shoot my bow a lot. Yep. I'd take a 50-yard shot with my bow all day long. Timmy, I, I know you would too. Yes, sir. You know? Yeah. Like, there, there's... It, it's when you're confident, no one can sit here and tell you that what you're doing isn't right. If Just you're confident. it's not right for them. Right. Well, let's challenge some listeners. All those people you were talking about that did go and, and zero their rifle, make sure it was zeroed before hunting season at yeah. 100. What does your <clears throat> what does your round do at 300? Yeah. What does it do at 400? Where is it hitting? And Let what us dope, know. What dope chart are you using? Right. What application are you using? Mm-hmm. Do you have it taped to your gun? What right. if your phone dies? Well, 
uh, not even the guys that have have turret scopes. I'm talking about oh, guys that okay. just have standard duplex. Like, where does your round hit at yeah. 300 yards? Look, yeah, hit go, it. go out and shoot and figure that out. Yeah, you need to. You can get some generic too online. Say, oh, 30 out six. Type that in. It doesn't have to be 100, percent right? Right. But it's going to tell you the drop. It'll inches, get close. You know what I mean? No, nothing's going to give a shit if you're a half inch off. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no. dude, if you're like, oh, my drops 11 inches at 300 yards. Like, nothing's going to care. Is that 11 and a half? Exactly. Oh, I don't think I'm right. You have a pretty big Dude, target. Of yeah, the yeah. Yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah. So, I, I, I love how you own it. Yes. Oh, I own that's it. And true. I miss deer, too, dude. Dude, we all Everybody miss. misses deer. Everyone misses. If you haven't missed a deer and you say you haven't, you're lying. That's, that's just, and you've been hunting for more than 10 years. Yeah. You're lying. Dude. You're full of shit. Come on. And you're an archery hunter. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Because you can shoot something in a tree stand at 200 yards yeah. every single day and not miss. Oh, you at 20 I mean? yards, you mean? Uh, uh, 200 with a rifle. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but if you're shooting and you're stretching your stuff out, dude, dude, you're I'll miss. Be, I'll be honest with you. I talked about it in a couple podcasts ago, I think. Dude, in D15, me and Brian, we put in work in D15. We both had opportunities, um, you know, for whatever reason, and that we just never connected. Yeah. But I purposely didn't shoot because of the angle, and I've, I'll be honest with you, I've never shot yeah, that angle. Yeah, we talked angle. about this, yeah. Dude, I have never shot that steep of an angle. Yeah. And, I, and it held me off for shooting i regret not shooting yeah but i mean i could have just if i had a shot i could have went straight over his back at 200 yards you don't even know. I, you don't i don't know and i do regret not pulling the trigger but, but again, at the same time like if it ain't flying it, it ain't, ain't fucking dying. dying dude and you know what <laughs> dude I, I, forgot, I forgot to send this in my intro so i i uh, guide for big chino outfitters yeah. in arizona this is my first year doing for that if you guys have any ambition i know it's what february 6th yeah, and yeah. this is coming out the 7th. Arizona draw deadline is February 8th. So if you guys are interested in getting your Arizona elk and antelope applications in, give JP a call. I, I could give his number a plug later in this. Uh, we'll for we'll put it in. If the, you're uh, okay with that. No, no, without a doubt. Um, Fuck, dude, You got do JP, it. you got uh, Junior, and you got Michael that run that. They have a really good operation over there. So Absolutely. if you guys are looking at putting in, you guys got some points, you guys have some questions, you guys can give them a call. So Fucking call you too, bro. Yeah, you can give me a call Get too. Or straight on your uh, Instagram, social media. Yeah. On Instagram, yeah. Dude, it uh, it's it's a it's a great thing, man. That um, you know, you, I like getting guys that find success SoCal, and I like how they relate it to out of state. Oh, it's a lot harder, here. dude, for sure. And when you go out of state, it's like, like don't hide that. That's fact. Yeah, you, if, you, if hunting sand SoCal in general is way harder than out of state. Yeah. Well, hold on, like it's harder depending on what depending state, on where you go, what and, tag, what season, what <laughs> rifle, or what weapon you're using right because everything is a little bit different for know? sure so for sure man we just don't have the numbers in the game i wish we did well we're working on that that'll, that'll that, come out in another hope, podcast yeah that's gonna come out soon man we we got some shit in the works all right yeah it's pretty it's pretty big news hopefully it all comes together it'd be cool. fucking great dude it'd be a huge um achievement sweet for for sportsmen and women in socal yeah it'll be a good thing dude but dude let's get back on it dude yep where like where'd you develop your passion bro how? You're a late bloomer in it. I know. Because you're passionate. It's not I, like it's a thing. This is in my blood. I've given up deep sea fishing. I've given up a lot of things to please my wife to be able to let me hunt so much. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I am fortunate enough that I have an occupation that allows me to hunt as much mm-hmm. as I do. And I feel like that is what leads me to some ex- to my success. Yeah. Because you get a guy that might only have five days off. Right, because me and Brian are planning an elk hunt in Wyoming. I'm like, "Hey, you're gonna come for the full 14 days?" He's like, "I can only do five. So you think you're there for five days can, compared to me to 14? My right. success is double, statistically at least. Yeah. going to be higher 
than his. For sure. And that's what's going to find me success. Yep. You know what I mean? And some people only have a couple weekends out of the whole year. You mm-hmm. know, their job doesn't allow it or life because kids, I got three kids, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, my wife, it holds it down pretty good. But that's what takes, that's what it takes to kill stuff. Yeah. Is, is time in the field. You know, I have, um, I have regretted, like, regretfully, and I'll be honest with this, I have not necessarily cut hunts short because of like not finding success but i have let the mental aspect get to me and that is the especially solo yeah solo a lot fuck you up dude it it did it grinds it's a grind but then at the end of the day what are you there for think about the moment or the feeling you had on day one driving out there the morning of opening morning when you're hiking up to that ridge and it's just like freezing balls ass cold negative 10 with the wind chill and you're like why the hell am I here? What am and I then doing it just here? Sparks you right, <laughs> and the inner core of your body is just on fire, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna smash a hog. Let's do it. And on night day nine out of ten, you have to feel that yeah. same feeling. Yeah. And you know what? It is hard, it's and a grind. lot of people aren't mentally tough enough no. for that. But you know what? You got to start. Start yeah. somewhere. If it's four days, do four days. If it's yeah. five days, start five days. But whatever it is, you need to take baby steps to push your mental toughness. strength, mental toughness. So we're going to be able to sit there on mm-hmm. a tag that took you 15 years to draw, and you're yeah. not seeing the damn deer. Yeah. You know well, what, what about right? your buddies? As soon as you get back to camp and you're like, dude, it was a cold day. It was a shit day. You text your buddies, tell them what happened, and they say, keep pushing on. What yeah. are you doing? Cool. Cool. That sounds like an awesome day. I wish, cool. I, wish I was with you. If you were at work, would you rather be yeah. out there in the freezing right. balls-ass cold, or would you rather be at work dreaming you were in the bre- right. freezing balls-ass cold? You got to think about that, because there's a lot of people, when it's cold outside, it's freaking whatever degree outside and they're driving they're like they see a buck up there or they don't see a buck up there and they don't want to hike to that ridge but what they don't know is when it's windy and it's cold those deer at the other side of that ridge at the bottom they need to have that mental toughness to get up there and push and per- persevere to be able to find those damn deer yeah dude you know i i rely on my friends so much like i don't i don't rely on like i talk to my wife all the time yeah but i don't rely on my wife when like i'm struggling in the field yeah. at all she just can't relate it's just different it, it's, it's different, different. Uh, dude when i was in utah like, even though I didn't fill that tag in Utah yeah. for my elk hunt this yeah. year, dude, I relied on my friends like Timmy and Brian. Dude, these guys, we were texting like daily. Timmy wasn't even in service all the time. He was like getting service and would shoot me a text. Yeah. You know, like, the, and we all would do it. It was just, yeah. we were all kind of in the field at the same time and like we were all separated, but that by their encouragement allowed me to dig even deeper, dude. Have to. You have to do it. And you know, like, uh, I, I suggest to all the listeners, you know, that, uh, Jason Dirt Rider, he's a he's a huge listener, and I think I've we seen we hang there. with him a quite yeah. a bit. He's a cool dude. Yeah. He he has picked up on like working out in the off season. Oh, cool! Because it allows him to like push even harder. Yes, I'm a firm believer though, dude. Like you coming from a from a jiu-jitsu background. Yep. Me too. Yep. Dude, those those hard days in the gym when like you got a dude better than you or the same level and they're fucking grinding your face in the mat. And they're laughing about and it. And they're laughing and you're like, you motherfucker. In your head, you yeah, day. you're like, ah, but then when you get to the point where like you're on the same level and you're struggling to fucking sweep them or whatever and you just yeah. put effort, effort and then finally they break yeah. and you fucking succeed. That's when you kill. That's when it is, dude. Yeah. That is exactly it, dude. Yeah. It's legitimately just time and pressure. 100%. On yourself, and yes. eventually you fucking get it, dude. Yes. And how bad do you want it? That's there's it. There's a lot of people that get right. tags, right? And they're like, I'm a hunter, I'm a hunter, I'm a hunter. But how many times did you go out this year? Oh, I just went out opening day mm-hmm. or closing day. Don't expect results. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Don't expect results. And if you're if you're that guy that's getting mad, expecting results when you're going out there for two days out of a 30-day season, 
look in the mirror and look at yourself and say, I'm lying to myself because that's not going to happen. Right. It, granted, there are those times that there's a buck or, you, you know, he's just standing there. And, but that's not the majority of the Few time. Few far between, dude. Few. Think about how many people, well, we already talked about mm-hmm. this, how many people do you think kill every year? Like 1%. Uh, yeah. Fucking Johnny Ryan. Yeah. That's yeah. it, Johnny. Uh, Johnny Ryan yeah, in, in okay, San I a, Diego. I got a story about Johnny Ryan. I know he's going to listen to this. Oh yeah, yeah I'll listen. tell you how I met this guy. So we're playing softball <laughs> at, at St. T. Sportsplex, right? And I'm pitching. I'm, you know, it's slow pitch softball. And he steps up and he's got his beard. I'm like that fucking guy. I seen a picture of him recently, and I'm like on the mound before I pitch. I'm like, hey, you Johnny Ryan? He's like, yeah. How do you know me? I was like, oh, you killed a nice buck this year, huh? I was like, yeah. He's all, yeah, I did. You know, and we started talking, <laughs> and that's how we met. And then he hit me up on Instagram. He's like, hey, you that pitching dude from softball? I was like, yep, that's me, dude. Oh, dude, it's, man. Fucking that guy is great. Now nah, you guys are boys. He's, but a, it, he's a hoot. But you know what, though? he He's one of those guys that just gets it done. fucking gets after and it. And he doesn't complain. No, hell he no. He doesn't give a shit, because you know what? could always be worse. Dude, this is this is his mentality. And yeah. it, sooner or later, he's coming on. Like, we've already tried. I fucking it, love It's guy. going down. It, he's going to get on when he is. Yeah. He's cool. He's like he's like you, man. He's going to shoot it straight, right? <laughs> so the thing is, is uh, like with Johnny, he for sure has hunted so much in his time that he has, like, developed a uh, – He's developed uh how do I say this? Like just a vision of hunting that's more than fucking hunting. Dude. Yeah. Like when he's out in the field, he's out in the field. Oh yeah. Like that's what he like he Actuates like you himself. know, you like you look down and look at the flowers. Yeah. You know, there's like a metaphor with that. Yeah. He fucking looks down at the flowers take, and like enjoys it. Take the whole thing in. He dude. takes the how entire many, experience well, in. How many more experiences do you think you can have like that? Right. And that's why life I, is short on dude, this planet. And that's dude. what I was getting at. Like yeah. I hunted so hard in D15 this year. Yeah. But I don't I don't dwell on those opportunities I had. Mm-hmm. Dude, I I think back and be like, dude, I've watched those entire mountains, the entire Temecula Valley be fucking fogged in, and yeah. I saw it from the bird's eye view. And you couldn't see anything below me but the tips of the mountains. Mm-hmm. And I have a picture of it. And it is such a bad ass vision in my head still to this day and an actual picture that I can show people. Mm-hmm. Like I took more from that than I did, I mean, I don't know. You, I, I, I'm a firm believer in, like, you don't really realize what you learned until the next opportunity you have to, like, it's true. jump on it. You don't think about it. Right, you don't think about it. Because you're so worried about the now. Right, and, and like, I look back, and yeah. I documented through photos and videos of that season. Yeah. And it's one of the best seasons I've ever had. Yeah, that's good. And, I mean, and if you're learning something, it's a yeah. good season, right? And it always doesn't come to a kill. And if you're saying that you'd, go out to the woods to walk in the woods to have a good experience and not kill a deer you fucking high you're a liar you want to dump a deer dude I don't want to I don't want to hear your stupid shit because Uh, when you're buying that tag in your mind you're like I'm gonna kill a nice buck this year and I really want to kill a buck that's just an excuse at the end of the day be like I'm gonna say I didn't kill but I'm gonna try to like make it that I would just had experience. It only matters that I was in the dude, woods. You are dying. <laughs> you you want to thump them. I want to kill something all the time. Yeah. I love killing animals. Don't tell me you don't right. like killing animals. You wouldn't do it. Everybody gets in a hunt to do it. Yeah, you. That's want, why you do it. Listen, you you kill animals and get happy. You get happy and eat and eat, <laughs> dude. That's what just it is. Like that, dude. I'm and not you, lying. That's then you it. Plan the next hunt, dude. That's why people go pay hundreds and thousands of dollars to kill shit to yeah. to. To get the gratification, the gratification of being out there, right? Yep. To fill their freezers, and to be there with their boys. Oh yeah. Right. Like you feel there's a sense of accomplishment when you fill a tent. 
Tiggy or Tangy. Tim, Timmy, did you, you can't tell me when you thumped that buck in D16 with your bow that the gratification that you got from that tag, dude, being filled, you're like, Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, was, dude, you were so pumped, I was, bro. I was jacked up, especially yeah. with how much time I had already spent. It was only, it was only, it was what towards the end of the first season. Yeah, and yeah, because and you I was chasing the other buck. Yeah, right? we were chasing the other buck, and so it had been three months at that point of just nothing but going out and checking out new areas and glassing. So before season even started, I already had two months in. Yeah, so you have to. Yeah. You were in it to win it. Yeah, I mean, how that buck was still in velvet, right? It was mm-hmm. Still like a month out or more. Yeah, you have to do that. Yeah. Like, every chance you get, nobody always wants to just go, like, go out on a Sunday morning when they could sleep in and have some, like, biscuits and gravy, dude, or corned beef hash with, like, some over-easy eggs. Nobody wants to just be like, I'm going to go sit out in the cold and look for deer when there's, I don't even have a tag. Right. But you have to. You yeah. have to If you want to be it, successful, you have to do you it. You have to do it, dude. Come on. You might be like, what? It's not even deer. Man, I got to go. Yeah. Like, Why? And then she's pissed that I woke her up to leave the house. Yeah, that's, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's 100%. that's the best though. If you're if you're up early in the morning, it's not even season. You're glass and deer. You wake up, drink your coffee, look at deer, yeah. then go home, and you can have breakfast with your family. I mean, yeah. dude, Timmy, like me and you did that a handful of times this year. We met up yep. preseason, and it's like I don't know, eight thirty. Like I gotta go home get breakfast. Hi, pup. Uh, and, you know, and and we just met up, and that's what it is, dude. It's sick to sit. Depending on where you're glassing, you might have to hike your ass off, yeah. you know, to get to where you're at. But fortunately, we were in an area where it wasn't such a uh, fucking shit show to get to, yeah. you know, and we were able to just kick it, yeah. <laughs> you know. Know what I'm saying? Dude, you got a sweet dog. Yeah, he's been in the kennel. He got out last night and I got pissed off at him. Ah, he's all right, dude. He is, but he just wants to hump something. He doesn't. Have he's got his nuts. Still got. It. He runs after these girls all the time. I don't get him. I don't blame him because his dad's the same way. But oh fuck, it's <laughs> <laughs> funny. But yeah, man. Like, I just dig how you're not. There's some dudes that. Uh, how do I say it? Like they they don't want to hunt solo. Like you went to Colorado. I have, I have guys. I have buddies that won't go solo like a hundred yards from the road. And why? That's you ever not, ask them? Don't ask me. I asked them, and they're like, oh, I just don't feel like it's the experience I want. It's like, all right, well. And I get that. That's that's fine. If you only want to hunt with your buddies, that's fine. Nobody's knocking you that. Because you know what? Yourself. You are a hunter, and you are on our side. Mm-hmm. If you're a hunter, and you're on our side, I don't care what you do, mm-hmm. right? Or how just you don't do complain it. about it. Just don't complain about right. it. If you're not killing, don't complain about it. Be a man. Suck it up. Or a woman. Sorry, because there's a lot of female hunters that are badass as shit. But own it. Right, own it. Yeah. just own it. If you, you don't like hunting like that, don't hunt like that, and don't make an excuse for it. Just right. do it the way that you want and own up to it. Yeah, I'm tired of people. That, I mean, you see people on. Ah, oh, this is why I didn't kill this buck because I that buck stepped out first. No, your heart was probably pumping like hell, and you wanted to kill that deer. So shoot that damn deer and don't yep. make an excuse about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like ah, oh, you know. And you know what? Especially in SoCal, don't make an excuse because if you kill the buck, dude. One, uh, the other nine people out of the ten yeah. didn't kill a deer, but yeah. you did. So be happy with that Listen, damn thing. It, you know, it's so funny because, um, like, it goes back to like the perfect shot. Everyone oh, yeah. wants that perfect shot. Yeah, right. It's never a perfect shot. It's never a fucking perfect shot. Never a perfect shot. D fifteen. Oh yeah. Should have pulled the trigger, but I didn't. I can't blame nobody but myself on not fucking hitting the bang switch flat out. Yeah. I mean, there's no other opportunity. Now, I think if it, maybe it would have been a little bit different if yeah. if Brian was like right over my shoulder through the yeah. glass or Timmy or through the glass yep. had eyes on that deer. And that country ain't. It ain't fucking it ain't flat, flat, dude. And if you miss a shot and you got to go check, dude. 
And it, believe me. Yeah, you better have some damn rope. Yeah, I needed a fucking rope I to get to where I was, area. bro. Like, yeah. I needed a rope. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> I, you know, I borderline <laughs> fell on my head three fucking times to get to. Anyways, like, dude. it just, you have to get after it and go, yeah. you know? And it for you, like, we talked in the offseason prior to season starting in oh, 2021, yeah, dude. Yeah, and, and you were like, I'm going to Colorado. And I was like, fuck. And you're like, fuck, come video. And I'm like, dude, if I can do it, I'll do it. Man, I can't make it. All right, cool. I'm going. And it didn't deter you to go. I apply every year. So I apply in seven different states, seven or eight different states across the West. And I plan to hunt those solo unless somebody wants to tag along. Right. And you have to. You just got to go. Mental toughness. And nobody else is going to kill that deer damn for you. Mm -hmm. So you need to get out there and kill it for yourself. Yeah. You know, so. What about time in San Diego? So um, as far as. Obviously, when you first get into hunting, people might fill you in on some spots to go look at. Yeah, and most of the time, they're going for archery. They're going to say, "Go to Laguna." Yeah, that's bullshit. Hundred percent of the time, I don't touch Laguna. I know, um, but as a, <laughs> I started at Laguna, and I think that ninety percent of the other hunters in San Diego, that's where they go start. Is there's Laguna? more hunters in as archery a bow season. hunter. I'll say bow hunter. Yeah, there's yes. more hunters up there in tree stands, and there are deer. Yes, it's, there's more lions up there. Than yeah, there are deer too. I think, but there's a lot. Oh yeah, but how much time have you spent? off-season and in-season, basically going to every piece of BLM and National Forest land that San Diego has to find the spots that you like to hunt. It, it takes time and years. More time than I hunt in the season. Yeah. yeah. Years to, yeah. To, go, to basically hit, not south of the 8, but north of the 8. I've, I've been to the peak of every oh, yeah. public land mountain. Yeah, and you know what? Don't make excuses. Oh, I didn't have a full day. Well, did you have four hours? Mm-hmm. Right. You can did go you far have, in four hours. three dude. hours? Because you know what? You could drive... Even if you're downtown, you could pretty much drive to the mountains in an hour and be in mm-hmm. a spot glassing yep. or hiking. So yeah. there's no excuses that, that you don't have the time. It's just how bad do you want it? It, it boils you down have, to you just have to getting out there, it, dude. You, you got to want to do it. It boils down to pure passion. It's it, time in the field. It's like with you anything know, you, else. Going dude. back to Billy, dude, the only reason Billy is in the field all the time. Yeah. I mean, he, granted, he has a job that he's well, allowed right, to do that. Right. But it doesn't matter. He'd be in there even if he didn't have if that damn job. You know what? Because he understands what needs to be. To do, to I would, get it done. Dude, I would argue that Billy, you know, and I, I don't know, hopefully I'm not going out on the limb on this, but like, I would argue that when we're all fucking old, yeah. gray beard, not even hunting anymore, yeah. you know, I mean, his old man's pretty old and he, and he's still hunting. Yeah. So like older than him, we're going to look back at Billy and be like, that motherfucker's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? We were, we worked together and I was not into hunting at that time when we first started working together and man that guy was still cr- killing it you know and that's dude. forever ago and he grew up doing the same thing he's yeah did he's got so many experiences he, i'm sure he for talk sure about he is well he does oh for i know, one. I know like i've been yeah. fucking hanging oh, with yeah. the guy all the time yeah. you know like yeah. billy is a fucking savage and and, and i and he does it in a flannel yeah come on in jeans no no for sure that's not my cup of tea but he's a badass doing dude. it yeah. and, and he looks like he's 55 <laughs> years old and he's 34 he looks good doing it though, dude. He's a he's a legend. I'm telling you, like he will go down as one of the top producers yeah. in San Diego. He I just agree. knows how to get it done. I agree. Hey. I have a I have a picture of him, dude, on his fucking bike this year. Yeah, that I you know hopefully he doesn't fucking lose, but I'm gonna frame that motherfucker to and give I'm it to him. him too. Dude, well, I'm gonna frame this thing up and give it to him, dude, because it's like such an epic fucking picture. <laughs> dude, I remember that guy. <laughs> dude, we're, I think we're getting so off topic, but I remember the guy. We were on the crew together, and he chewed a lot. Copenhagen. Yeah. And in the buggy, the crew buggy, there's like all these light fixtures and shit. He'd make like fucking pictures out of Copenhagen. He'd 
break the bottle cap, the top of the can, Stupid. and put it up there. At the end of the season, there had to been like 150 or more freaking can tops, like fucking palm trees and all this shit. It's funny. Shit. He's just funny, dude, funny man. When um, let's get back on track. Yeah, a little sorry, bit. dude. When you when you go out of state and you're solo, like how? Let's get on the home front a little bit. Okay. How do you stay engaged? Because everyone has shit at home. Everyone, I cut it off. Like my just, wife is lenient that I don't call, I don't talk to her every night. I might text her, maybe. Like my chick doesn't give it. She's like, what? Like, don't. You don't have kids though. I don't exactly. I have, I have three kids, but even my wife. I'm not saying I'm the most competent person in the woods because everybody does that. It's super com- competent in the woods, but I feel like she trusts me enough that to make like if I'm having a bad time in the woods, I'm gonna call you. Right. And I have things like Zolios that yeah, yeah. and I have them, and for the most part, I don't, usually don't use them. You know right. what I mean? But to stay focused in the hunt, you know, when you're away from your family, it's day seven. I don't. I, you just got to find it in yourself. I don't know how to tell someone to you just, how to how to dig deep. You just keep you just walking. have to find it in yourself. Just in, keep in, going. Yourself. I want it that much. I want it that much. Right. This is like my life. My whole <laughs> life revolves around hunting and my family. Mm-hmm. I mean, once the season's done, like we we were guiding January thirty first was the end of the over the counter archery deer hunt in Arizona. And it's also application season for Wyoming. 31st is the deadline for elk over out of county, out of state. So you're year-round in this. Right. You have to want it's it. It's a lifestyle. You have to want it. Mm-hmm. You do. You can't make anybody want it. You can't make anybody want to hike over that next hill right. when they're out of water and they're tired and it's 95 degrees and it's day nine. No, yeah. Nobody can make you want that. Nobody can say, hey, dig deep. They could say it, but you have to find it in yourself to push. Right. Nobody else is going to push you over that hill. You know what I mean? Mm. There's plenty of times, and I know you guys have been in the same situation. You see a peak, and you're like, fuck. That peak is like a mile away. Right. But I have to go. I got to go. It's like 4.30. You calculate in your head, like, okay. It might be 30 minutes up there, and then I'll have like 30 minutes to glass. Is it even worth it? Well, hell yeah, it's damn worth it. Yeah. You got to get to that damn hill. Yeah, yep. You, could you smash have to, what's on dude. the other side Because you it. never know. Mm-hmm. Not here in San Diego, but you could go over the hill and be 220-inch deer just freaking standing there mm-hmm. broadside. And that's what you have to get in your mind. Yeah. You have to get your end goal in your mind. Think about an Olympic athlete, right? They don't go into any event saying, I think I might lose. They go into that event saying, I'm going to win this gonna damn win thing. Yep. And you have to go into that season saying, I'm going to kill a deer. And you have to say it every second of every minute right. of the damn hunt. The mm-hmm. easiest, the easiest way, like the easiest way I can put it for the majority of people, you know, I'll say the majority of males, right, is that, like, when you came up through high school, if you wrestled, yeah, right, or if you played football and your coach yeah. said, hey, you need to lose weight, yeah. like, the only way that I can put it into words is, like, um, you have to fixate on something to keep pushing. Yeah. Like, when you're, when, you're, when you're in wrestling, you got to cut weight. When you're hungry, like, I was always told, like, go fucking fixate on something. If you're hungry, go run a mile. Yeah. Watch how fast you're not fucking hungry. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. if you're if you're homesick, it's tough. And I know cuz I've been through it. Like I've been homesick. Don't let your old lady send pictures of your kid. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have that problem, but I would imagine that would <laughs> crush you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. I, I get those. I just scroll past them. Yeah, dude, I get those. <laughs> up. You think I'm joking? No, no, no. I, I dude, I, I, I 100% try not, believe. I when I'm there until it's like the last day or two, I really don't really talk to my wife. Yeah. Like Talking like five minutes plus. I really don't talk. No, to you got to keep it short, and you got to tell them, "Hey." And she knows. No pictures. She knows how serious I am, and this is another thing too for those guys out there. They're like, "Oh, I don't have that wife." And you know what? You might not ever be able to get 
to do what you want as much as you want with the person you're with. And you know what? That might be fun as long as you're happy with it. Right. As long as you know what I mean? But if you want to be that next step, like, there's things holding you back. I'm not saying go get a divorce or some shit. Like right. That. No, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not saying that. But listen, it's but true, you, though. you have to think about this. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to, you can't expect the same results of somebody that's out there 120 days out of the year when you're out there 20 days. Yeah. Don't, you can't expect the same results. Dude. Yeah. Come on. Let's be dude, honest here. My, my buddies, my, we were at dinner last night and, um, we have some friends that I met through my wife and, and my buddy, his wife made a comment like she cut out all convenience coffee. Right. Cause we're going on, we're going to go to like Italy next year. Right. Yeah. And they want to oh, go yeah. and they're budgeting. Right. So yeah. she's like, I'm cutting out fucking convenience coffee. Smart. I was like, and I was like, well, what does that mean? I, I never actually heard of that. She's like fucking Starbucks. And I was like, okay, I get it. She's like, spend like $9 a day there. Easy. And I was like, Fuck, they're good. you know what? You're right. Yeah, it's good. It's convenient. You know what I'm drinking? Just like this White Claw, it's delicious because they like White Claws. Yeah, yeah. You, know what? <laughs> you want, you <laughs> you know want what to else? fucking hey, rate that real quick? You know, you know what else is really good? Let you me know what? I don't drink them all the time because I like black coffee. Black coffee is my thing. Ice coffee. Dude, uh, caramel frappuccino, extra caramel. You can't tell me you don't like those damn things. No, they're, they're great. Good. They're great, dude. Tell, they're great. And I don't even care if that's whipped cream on top. I yeah, like the whipped cream. It's fucking good, Extra dude. caramel so Pink. I can lick that damn top. Yeah. Pinky out. Come I love on, it. So it's just like it comes back to the budget factor, you know? Like, yeah. dude, you just got to push through it. So what about new hunters? So obviously a lot of guys give advice to new hunters on this podcast. Okay. But we want to hear straight from your mouth. If someone wants to be successful in California, what are the steps that they need to take? Obviously the push hard and, uh, and fixate on what yeah. you want, which is a, a dead deer. Yep. But how do you go about it? Okay. So as I'll say this, this is going to be the information that I wish I would have received as a new hunter because I did a lot of stuff solo and did by myself. If I'm a new hunter, right, first you got to get a tag. So get that tag. Once you get that tag, you need to put, even before you have that tag, I'll, I'll like research areas that I don't even have the tag for. You need to put in the time to find out all the public land and every access point that you can get to that you think deer holds. And you know what? I've, I, I know you guys are the same. I put hours on maps, hours, hours. on yeah. maps, hours and hours and hours. And you know what? If you have a D16 tag, research D16 deer hunting in your Google search oh, yeah. and look for as much information on these things that people are willing to share. Because mm-hmm. if they're willing to say, hey, this this ridge. So I killed my that D19 deer on Rouse Ridge. And a lot of people said Rouse Ridge, Rouse Ridge, Rouse Ridge. And I looked at it and I killed deer there. Look at those little tidbits of information. As much as you might not think, and I'm not saying that every information is the greatest, you know what, but is if you People go there. People give up a lot. If you go there and you check that box out and there's no deer there, don't go back there. Because right. I know a lot of people that go back to the same damn spot expecting different results. There's, right. That's insanity. I yeah. mean, I think everybody knows that as cliche yeah, yeah. as it is. It's insanity. Don't keep going back there if there's no deer. If you're not seeing tracks, don't go back there. If there's no water, don't go back there. San Diego, specifically, you need you need water. Yeah. So if you get those events and maps and you get those onyx and you get those base maps look for water look for precipitation areas that in the past there had been a spring and it came back and it didn't because some maps have the spring some maps don't have the spring so cross-reference all those different mm-hmm. maps find that water then i would say go look for that water yeah Make sure that water is there that's key go right look for there, that. Dude. don't 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 say hey there's a spring on the map because i've been to multiple springs that don't have water there might have been a spring there a hundred years ago but the way that the earth is moving, that spring might have got cut off. Yeah, dude. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go find that water. And as you're looking for that water, okay, find a, a knob next to that water. Go sit on that knob. If you're not spending at least two days, and I'm talking a morning and a night of straight glassing, and you'd be glassing like four hours in the morning, 
four hours in the night with a nap in between and some lunch. Yeah. And even sometimes longer, you know. Go look for those deer. If you're not finding any deer within two days, two mornings and two nights of glassing, there's probably not any deer at that moment. Because deer have different patterns, right? So that that knob might be really good in late season, but it might not be good in early season. So you need to cross-reference those areas off. And you need to say, hey, there's no deer here in this time of the year, so I'm going to go check a different area. And you need to hit as many spots as you can. Mark those spots. Mark what you have. Take a journal. Put it on your Onyx. Put it on your base map. Oh, I saw this many deer on this this night. So it gives you that information. And eventually you're going to have a playbook in your your own playbook Okay, there's this many deer. I'm going to inventory this many deer. You know what I mean? So you need to track those deer. And once you find the deer, at that point, it's just learning the patterns. Set up trail cameras. Fortunately, we still have our trail cameras here in California, mm-hmm. which it's still threatened right now, which is very scary say for to now about. we do. For now, you know what I mean? So put trail cameras out. Put time in the field, you know what I mean? So you just need to find those deer. But the only way you're going to find them is by being in the field. You know what I mean? You just have to spend time in the field, find an area you like, and go, go grind it, dude. Grind Just it. Just grind. Look, Shed hunt too, dude. In Shed the off hunt. season, that's great. Yeah, because you're gonna find their patterns, and as, as old as it may be, we don't get a lot of rain here. You're gonna still see their patterns of their hoof, their their mm-hmm. prints. You know, so. Just go track, dude. Just go walk. If you see a really good, well used track, just follow it. See where it goes. Follow the damn thing. Because yeah. then you're going to see their patterns and you're just going to lead you right to their bedding area Dude. or to their water source or to their feeding area. You're going to find some information that you didn't know before Correct. that you know now. God and the damn. only way you're going to know that is by following that damn track. Yep. And, yeah, it might take you four miles. But you know what? That four miles is going to be worth it when you kill a deer at the end of the season and you're happy and you're freaking eating a big-ass roast with your family on Thanksgiving. And you're like, you know what? And you're telling the story. I'm, I'm getting chills about it. I freaking love hunting. Like, you go kill something like that, dude, it, you're on cloud nine. And then you know what? You just learn another thing, and you have something in the back of your hand that, that you could go use it on another time. But then you can go yeah. check out another area and be like, you know what? If I don't see anything in this area, at least I have a downfall. I can go back to my other area that there, I know there's deer at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when that's you, how you get these spots. That's exactly it. Yeah. When, when you talk to a friend, like, it's so funny because I could hear it in your voice through the headset. Yeah. Like when you get like that fucking. I get so you're like, you're like Jack, dude. dude. I love it. And, and, and when I hear, when I talk to you after you filled a tag or something, dude, yeah. on the phone, I could hear that same excitement. I'm so happy voice. about it, dude. I'm happy when everybody kills. Yeah. It's great. I think everybody should kill. And that's a lot of things, too, in the, in the, sun, this, the hunting career industry, whatever you want to call it. Don't get jealous of the other person that's killing and you're not. What you need to do is ask them questions. Pick their brain, dude. Well, what made you pick that spot? Well, why did you pick that spot? You know what I mean? Think about that kind of thing. Ask them questions that are pretty generic because a lot of people here in Southern California, they're not going to give you anything, but just ask them questions that you think that are going to be right there that you can get away with. Right. You know what I mean? Don't say, hey, where where was that? Because they're going to say, screw off. Yeah, pounce Or (laughs) go look in the hills and be like, well, why did you pick that spot? Yeah. Don't ask where the spot is. Just ask, why did you pick it? Mm-hmm. Why did you go up that hill? Because they're going to tell you, oh, I've seen a lot of deer tracks, or there's a water source nearby. Because a lot of people aren't that much of a dick. They're not going to say, screw off. Yeah. Give Generally, you a people, bit of information. Are, people are Because a lot of hunters, people. they yeah. want other hunters to get in this. So we have more numbers. You look at all these bills that are going on right now, right? You got Washington. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Colorado, we just got that really good win for mountain lion hunting, you know? Yeah. We got to stay together, and they're going to share little bits of information, but don't expect everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, You're absolutely right. But yeah, as a new hunter, dude, just I just grind. Try to 
come to all these turkey tune outs you know what i mean mm -hmm. get on sch get on rock slide watch youtube videos ask questions dude hit people up on instagram if you see a buck like or you see some habitat hit them up on instagram they might have fucking a hundred thousand followers but they might hit you up and be like hey thanks for following me this is what i think you know yeah. what i mean but you're not gonna know unless you try just yeah, hit dude, them up, dude. everyone just says fucking no like you'll always be told no. Not but I'm nine not saying out of ten yeah. will say no, but that ten person is going to say yes, and be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm so stoked you're on a hunt." Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. You I'm not saying I mean? like don't let a no, yeah, uh, discourage you. No, because growing up, you've been told no your whole fucking life. Yeah, dude. Just because you're an adult or, wrong, or a young dude. adult, yeah, just prove them just wrong. Ask, hit them up. And if somebody, dude, that's another thing, dude. I love people. I know there's there's talkers on every everywhere, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got this tag. I'm gonna go kill him. You know, you're gonna walk out of one of those rooms that you told somebody that had him. Like, he's not gonna kill nothing. Remember that in the back of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. When you don't want to hike up the hill, being, you know what? I'm proving that motherfucker wrong. That's that guy, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna come. <laughs> we're gonna get him. Big ass antler. Yeah, we're gonna get him. Oh, yeah. You know, find that giant. Without so. a doubt. When you talk about equipment, like starting out, like, dude, I had it, nothing, dude. I, you're, you're. Uh, I had a hand me down thirty out six. I had like some hand me down camo. No joke. My uncle gave me this camo. He doesn't hunt. He got it from somebody. I got some like old camo. I got these old white boots, and I know some people still wear those. And I was on the forest service. I had these white boots. Nothing. You know what I mean? But yeah. don't doubt that. Don't let that discourage. Don't, just because someone, just because somebody has the well, the well being to be yeah. able to go buy Sitka or Kuyu right. or Stone Glacier or whatever. Don't let that deter you, dude. Because you know what? There's people out there killing it with jeans and a dude. flannel. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> dude, and, 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 and you know what? They're right. killing more dude. deer than you're going to be killing. Yeah, man. They Don't let it discourage you. Them, it's, you know? Dude, you just have to want it. Yeah. I can't tell you, like, there's nothing else I want to do besides, like, hang out with my family and my buddies and hunt. Mm -hmm. And you have to want to get to that point. It, you know, it, if you want to be successful, because there's again, there's people that don't care too much about it, about being successful and whatever. But if you really want to be successful and mm -hmm. you want to grind and you have a good hunt career and you want to stack some bodies on you, you just need to grind. I just my my number one key in regards to like gear yeah. is it, dude glass, just glass. Get glass, I would, and the I'm most sure expensive glass you I, can. Hundred percent. I'm sure everybody's heard this. Buy whatever you can afford. Buy it. Yeah. Right. Well, this is what I'll tell you. So check this out. Yeah. If you spend eight bucks a day at fucking Starbucks, and I know many of the listeners that listen to this podcast probably do. Okay. That's 40 bucks a week, dude. That's 160 bucks a month, right? That's $1,600 in 10 months, right? So you're looking at like almost $2,000 in a fucking year. Okay. It's almost some NL Pures, dude, baby. That's mm -hmm. almost some NL Pures right there. You I know what it is? It's, it, dude, it's a pair of used SLCs, dude, yeah. at the right deal. Or some brand new razors. Dude, brand mm -hmm. fucking new and razors. razors, dude. Are, they're a great glass. They're good, great. yeah. Great they're glass. Great. And I'm just saying, don't worry about looking the part because there's dudes that go out and fucking, and I'll say this too, there's dudes that go out and finance that Sitka and fucking Kuyu shit. All that high dollar gear, they finance it. Literally, you can do it through the yeah. affirm if it, or whatever. If it fits in their budget and they're dude. not breaking the bank, do whatever. Do fits whatever you, you fucking dude. need. But, but don't don't correct. be going to take food off your family's plate or right. eat top ramen for correct. a month because you want the next big thing. You know, correct. What I mean? Just grind a little harder, save that money, mm -hmm. and buy that thing you want, dude. I, that's all I'm saying. Man. I will say the sacrifices you can make. The top three things I would suggest to anybody new hunter to invest in. A good pair of glass, yeah. a really good pair of boots, and a really good load-bearing backpack. Yep, 100%. Because if you don't have a really good load-bearing backpack and you're five miles out, you ain't dragging that damn thing. No. Come on, yeah, let's be yeah, honest. You you're going to quarter that pack. thing, but have a good backpack, 
good boots and good glass. Dude, so you have those. My Arios, my slip-ons. Those, those aren't good. You can do it. Timmy, you want. come on, you're bro. You're a different Hammer. person, bro. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I know. Timmy's a dog. You're wearing dude. Vans that are 30 years old, bro. You can see your toes <laughs> in those damn things. Dude, it's funny. Like it's all fun and games, and it, and it is. You can do anything you want with anything. Yes, 100. I'm just talking about longevity. Yeah. Right. Through my life, I have beat the fuck out of my body. Yeah. Like I'm beat to shit. Even now, yeah. man, my back's yeah, fucked. Yeah. I heard it is fucked. Yeah. I have to have a good pack. I have to, man. I have to have good boots. When you're young and you ain't hurting, if you can, look, here it is. If you can roll out of bed at 4.30 in the morning, not fucking stretch. We good? Oh, yeah. Okay, like if you can roll out of bed 4.30 in the morning, not stretch, pop up, like wired as shit, you know, and you're, you're not hurting. 26. Dude, you're fucking under. <laughs> I'm just going to say 25 years old. You're under bro. 26. <laughs> I was just, I'm 35, dude, dude. Dude, and there ain't no way I do that shit anymore. I'm like, ah, oh, oh, no. god damn it. You know, like I step on a cord to my fan and I'm like, oh, I'm like tripping. It's bad. <laughs> so, like, good gear at this point and stage in my life yeah. matters. Yeah. Not the camo that I'm wearing. No, because good glass. They're colorblind. Right. Bro. Yeah, dude. They're colorblind. It's packed. Let's, let's get this out there. Packing oh, glass. Dude, it's packing glass and boots for me, man. Well, Timmy, the, he will vans anywhere, so don't listen <laughs> to Tim in this situation. Get boots, guys. Get boots. Get good boots. I'd say first off, though. I'm first, hunting in these next season now. Oh, shit. It. Just hey, because. Camo, bro. They ain't going to yeah. see your They ain't going to yep. see you, dude. dude I, I went to the solids. Glass. I've been going to the solids. I used, solids are good I colors. I love Stone Glacier. Mm, yeah. I've been go- I have a lot of Sitka. But I've been going to a lot of the Stone Glacier, and I've used them. I used them on my elk hunt this year. We haven't even talked about that. Nope. Or my Colorado hunt, really. we got to talk about both those. We just wanted to pick your brain first. That's fine. Um, but Stone Glacier, man, that's the best stuff. The Havilon pants and the Havilon light. That's good dude. stuff, dude. And it's got the zip all the way down. and like It could be 70. Like You know, a lot of the hunts, yeah. they start 20 degrees in the morning, and it's 6 degrees. And they get the full zip all the way down, yeah. dude. It's like wearing shorts. It's good shit, dude. I mean, the, the you can best. spend money if you have the expendable income. Yeah. Fucking buy it. And you can wear them for like eight days in a row without washing them. Yeah. Or more. Well, depending you shit your pants while you're out there, you ain't going to be nah, fucking like wearing when them. I was guiding We're not that, talking about his underwear. We're talking about his pants. When I was guiding this, uh, this last January, man, it's I wore those things for, I think, six, seven days before I switched to the... So I have multiple pairs. Right, right. Before I switched to the, the other pair, dude, I could have still worn them. They're great things, man. Yeah, it's, and a lot of the gear nowadays is so great. It's like it's, it's good all stuff, the dude. Same it's all good thing. stuff, dude. And you know what? It's the camo pattern is for us. Mm-hmm. It's not for the damn deer. No, it's for the consumer, dude. What looks it's cool? For us. Yeah. Let's for, get this on. for fancy let's pictures. Get, let's get this on. Let's get this out there. It's for us. So. That's a good stuff. But yeah. dude, let let's uh let's talk into your Colorado hunt. Let's okay. do that. You want to start the D nineteen or you want to let's go D nineteen Colorado? Let's go this whole season. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pee real quick. All right, cool, dude. Just piss. No big deal. But we'll we cut are- this out. Hold on. Well, I have Ryan at 58 fucking minutes. Um, Pull it. When it comes to camo, I, I, the solids, yeah. I mean, you have to be sneaky no matter what. If you get seen by an animal, they're going to know you're there. If you move, yeah. they see you. But when it comes to breaking up your outline, I am a huge fan. Of that ASAT. Of that ASAT. I know you're a huge fan of it, dude. But it just breaks up your outline. And so we're, we're going to do a little test. And Brandon's going to be behind the glass. Yeah, with, with Brian. And Brian's going to wear his, what does he have, Sitka or Kuyu? He has Kuyu. So we're going to get up on a hillside and see uh, see who Brandon can find. What kind of time limit should we give you? At four to 500 yards, we have to be in the open. We can be laying down, like, up against the hillside. I would say five minutes. Ten. It has to be ten. Well, I mean, if I have a general area of where you guys are One at. One hillside, yeah. And you're like, we're going to be between this rock and this rock. Not hiding behind anything, just sitting just, up on the hill. I had five minutes, dude. Because, I mean, at fucking 500 yards. Yeah. 
Was, and then Cre- Krem's going to get involved in that, well, too. Well, Krem's going to bust out his inhales and be like 30 seconds later, oh, I see fucking Brian. Br- Brian and I, <laughs> Brian always talks shit about my ASAT camo, but so this is going to be the challenge. Brian I like and I are going to, I love it. We're going to get up on a hillside at 500 yards, give him a parameter to look for us. Can't hide behind anything, just have to sit on the hillside and not move. And he has to see who he can find. In my opinion, ASAP breaks up your outline, and then Kuyu looks like a black dot on the hill. It depends on what pattern, what type of terrain you're in, what type of year. It all depends. On, I'll go head to head with Kuyu. Okay, where are you at though? What well, type we're, of not gonna, we're not going to. Lo- we're not going to. Yeah, we're disclose <laughs> any information. Right? No, 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 no. I'm saying, <laughs> what type of terrain? Are you San Diego. Okay, San Diego. Oh shit, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good one. So what part? Are you in Laguna? Or are you out in desert or? But that's the thing. I but overall, I think it's pretty good. Kuyu looks really good, and then you get it at 100 yards. It looks like a black dot. And when people see you on Instagram, they're like, "Damn, that guy wears Kuyu." That guy has money. That's that's again. That's all it is to me. But but it. You know what? I will say the good camo stuff. It, l- it lets you stay out longer. When you have a a jacket that's DWR finished, yeah. water resistant, and uh, wind resistant, you're going to stay out longer dude. than somebody that doesn't have that. Whatever makes you comfortable, there. dude. Yeah. Like, and I don't mean like comfortable in like your own skin. I mean like comfortable. Are you warm? Are you happy? And any cool? Yeah. Like like are you exposed yeah. to the elements or are you not? I can be cold. I just can't be hungry. Oh, fuck, but man. ASAT, yes, it is a very good breakup. It breaks. Yeah, ten, we were out dog hunting the other day, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, that shit's pretty good." It's fucking I was like, damn, that's pretty good stuff right there, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty good. All right. Let's check it you out. You want to do the D19? D19. Okay, so I tried to get a D16. We applied for a unit. Um, and second choice, we got a E22 tag. I didn't want one. Um, but the guy I applied with, that's what he put it as second choice. So we got – I was didn't think I was going to D16, so I got a D19 before they sold out. Never been in the unit. Um, again, I just went on Google Earth, you know, and researched a lot of spots. Hit on X, looked at all the different platforms. Went out there. Um, went out two times before I saw a deer. Didn't say a deer. Uh, went out there, glassed, you know, just hiking, hiking, hiking. And one day, hit up a buddy. Uh, his name's Tim. We went out there. I said, hey, you want to come with me in the morning? I'm going to go check out a new spot. He's like, yeah. We went out there, hiked down this ridge. And it, it Oh, this is pretty easy pack out too. This is a really easy hunt. We got out, we parked the track, hiked about 400 yards down to this little spot. And it's very beautiful where we're at. Could see forever, and I had some big binoculars and a spotting scope. So I could have sat there all day and glassed. And we're glassing down, down. Didn't see anything because there's a lot of water down there. We weren't seeing anything. And behind us, there's another ridge, like with the drainage in between us and where I shot the deer. And I'm like, hey, we got to go back up there and we need to glass the other side because we're kind of in a little hole just looking at this one open area so i'm like hey we need to get back up there and he's like oh, i'll go up there i was like all right i'm gonna stay here for a couple more minutes i'm gonna try to pick something up and no we had radios and hit me up more than like two minutes later hey dude we got a buck bedded i'm like no way and he's like no serious got a buck bedded and i was like all right so ran up to him and isn't small forky you know, he's a tiny little buck but d19 never been there and i was going to colorado like the next weekend and set up 520 yards. I mean, I, I might have been able to get closer, but he probably would have seen us getting up to him. And where he was at, I wouldn't have had a better shot from where I was at, you know. So set up 520 yards, and again, I'm comfortable with my rifle. I'm comfortable with my equipment. Set up, and he was bedded. Perfect shot, 520 yards, I thought. So I sat there for another five minutes watching him through my glass, through my rifle scope, with the one in the chamber ready for him to stand up just in case something happens. Nothing happens. So we get up, and we're like, ah, oh, sweet, sweet. So we're like, all right, pack up our gear. We hike up to the truck, and literally, we hike up to the truck 400 yards. We drive 500 yards 
down, maybe a little bit more because of the contour of the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out, hike over, and we're like, where the hell is this buck? We're looking around, we're looking around. We, just, we don't see the buck, and we're like, this is where the buck should be. And we just see, like, this dirt path, right? And this dirt path, we're like, oh, man. Like just something's walking. We look down just over this little ridge. He's there. Just he's like, standing there? He's not standing there, but he's, like, trying to get away. Yeah. Like, I hit him. Like, yeah. he was going to die regardless, but it was into the thick stuff. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, if I didn't know <laughs> this, he would have gotten away. So I get up there, and I'm like, you know, your heart start racing. So boom, put another one on me. Drops him right there. and Got him. Take some pictures. You saw the pictures. are pretty cool. Very nice backdrop. Literally gutted him. And it was a cold day, so threw him in the back of the truck. Drove him home, and skinned him right here in this tree. So when you shoot long range, do you typically shoot off a bipod no matter what the surface? I shoot off of a bipod 100% of the time, unless I can't. Right. But there's bipods that go six feet. So. But you were you were laying down. I was prone. I'm not going to take a sitting shot at right. 520 yeah. yards. Unless you know they're a coyote? I mean? uh, coyotes, whatever. They're varmints. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll shoot about 700 yards. <laughs> running freehand. <laughs> just throwing them at them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like those damn things. They kill all our deer. I know. Um, but no, it. it was, I set up, and when I set up, I use my, bi- I take my bino harness off, and that's my rear rest, and I have my bipod, mm-hmm. and I have a scope level so I could figure out where I'm at, you know, and that's very crucial in those types of distances, you know, especially yeah. when you're in those steep, steep angles so you want to make sure you have all that equipment and that's going to help us you know that we got to use that as hunters to make sure we're ethically killing these animals and not just letting them just run around correct wounded yeah so use everything you can there's everything out there to make you successful and make you a better hunter so let's make sure you guys are out there and getting that kind of stuff but no i had a perfect rest and i felt 100 percent comfortable and he was bedded and wasn't rushed so it was a good shot yeah i was stoked about it it was a good hunt that's Work, rad. First time in D19, or not first time, worked but out. first season in D19, and it worked. So you you went out there twice without seeing deer, so at w- what day did you actually end up? So day three, they weren't consecutive, but uh, I think I did like a day, full day, come back, and then a couple days later, day, full day, come back. Sorry right. about that. Nah, don't worry about it. Um, and then the third day was that morning. Yeah, you know, and that's another thing, too. I went to uh, the spots I was going to were in the southern part of the unit, and I hit those the two days and I didn't see a deer and you know what I said to myself you got to think to yourself like why am I not seeing deer if I'm not seeing deer here they're not going to just show up and they will don't get me wrong they could be behind a bush with wind and stuff right. but I was there all day and I was glass. I didn't see a deer I didn't see a track so I took it upon myself I need to go check another spot in more than in the northern unit and it paid off you know worked out yeah and that's another thing too is use those SEH and I think I hit those hit, hit you up about it the yeah. six guys mm-hmm. yeah, I talked, yeah he hooked me up and I I didn't ask for spots, but I said, "Hey, these are the spots I'm looking at. What would you suggest?" Because he he knows those spots. They, oh yeah, they know those spots. Dude. So he just said, "I'd probably go to this spot if I were you." He didn't say, "Hey, go to this ridge, go to that." He just I just said, "Hey, these are the spots I'm thinking about going. What would you suggest?" Pretty much exactly how the conversation went. He said, "I'd go to this spot." Dude, those carbon six boys they're are like killers a, in D nineteen. They're like the biggest underrated non popular killers. I, I don't understand. So I don't understand why they don't have more. <laughs> they're just they're not public. I mean, they are. They have a. I just think it's the Brian size of the me. animal. Because D nineteen. I mean, anything California, you're not going to get a lot of drugs. No, no, people I, want to see big deer. I'm right? saying like just in no, general. No, in, in California, California, when I see people shoot forks, when you sent me a picture of the fork you shot in D nineteen, I was pumped. So. I just I feel as if when it comes to carbon the carbon six boys, they're just not very. They don't. They have Brian had showed me like their platform, 
but they don't have a podcast. They don't have a YouTube channel. They're not like out there. They're not out broadcasting other than like dead animal pictures. Yeah, no, but they have cool. <laughs> they have cool clips when they're glassing and stuff. I mean, they have, they have cool. Yeah, I'm sure they cool do. Content. They're. they're I just killers. think they're super underrated, and they're yeah. probably one of the betters out there. Yeah, they kill. But you know what? Every they might not, that not might be the priority. It's not. The priority dude. is them hunting. I met. Yeah. I met. You know. I want. At the end of the day, it's like they're hunters that put some stuff on social media and they're not people on, that are on Dude, social media that listen, hunt every once in a while i i want to say his name was julian and i met up with him i sold him uh, my quivalizer and though that family is so career oriented Oh. Like they got their shit together. Oh, that's right. D- he dude's an engineer. Fucking wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He, they're like they love hunting as if it's a family unit, that's and cool. I fucking envy it, dude. That's cool. Like it's so badass. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're fucking underrated for sure, yeah. dude. Yep. Badass dudes kill public land fucking pigs. Yeah. Yeah. That shit, dude. Like inconsistently, you know. Like they're savages. Oh yeah. They fucking get it done, dude. <laughs> I I envy them. Telling you flat out. In Colorado, we talked a lot on your Colorado trip. Yeah, I like talking to people. I was amped pretty much every night. I was expecting a phone call from you to see what the hell was going on. Yeah, oh, yeah. I so, like talking so to So I, I, know, I know every every bit of that whole hunt, but no one else does. So let's All right, we'll run through that. it. So um, obviously it starts in the application season, guys. So make sure you guys are applying everywhere that you want to hunt. So I got the tag. It took me four points to get this unit. I was very excited. I'm part of another membership called Epic Outdoors. If you guys want to go look at that, they have a really good podcast too. Jason Carter and Ian Bronson, all those guys. Um, got this tag, put a lot of time and effort into it. Looked on Google Earth, had a A, B, C, D through Z spot that I wanted to check out, right? A spot paid off. There weren't a lot, there were a lot of deer, not a lot of the caliber deer I wanted. And talking again, going back to Brandon, we had this conversation. I wanted to kill a decent buck, something over 160, right? Um, opening more, we're driving out there. I did two days of scouting. The first day, I just drove the roads. You just want to drive the roads, making sure the access points that you have are there. So I just drove the unit and Opening day, hike up to this ridge, and this was my A spot. I went up there and opening day, walk up to this ridge. I'm like amped, right? Hike up to this ridge. It's gray light. It's not even shooting light. And I just bark from an elk. I look down. It's like a 310-inch bull with like eight cows. Freaking out, dude. <laughs> I'm freaking out. I'm on like this bare hair, uh, hillside. So I like grab my rifle, run down there and trying to set up. And my rangefinder, it's so dark. I can't see what it's ranging at. You know, I'm trying to set up for when it is light. And I run down there. And he's just feeding over this hill. So run over there. And later in the day, I hear him down below me. I couldn't find him. So... Ran back to the truck, ran around, started hiking, and bumped him at 60 yards, dude. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even mention before that. I'm at 500 yards. I'm on my pack, and it's, like, such a steep hill. I can't even get a shot at him. So I'm, like, big old bull. He's just feeding over the hill. I probably could take the shot, but ethically, I didn't think it was right. So I didn't. But anyway, that was the first day. A few few days go by. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of bucks. You know, I've seen this 150 buck. He's probably, like, five years, six. He's probably six years old. On, on the degress, old white face, very Big frame, 170 plus frame. Just his fronts are broken off. He just has really nice back forks and his short, really main beam. So I decided to pass on him. Keep looking, keep looking. And then in this town that we're, I'm hunting, it's it's so small. Like, there's not very many people. There's, like, two restaurants. And every hunter is at those two restaurants. So I'm running into these guys. And they killed a couple of nice bucks. Then a couple of 170 bucks. And another guy was killing 190. So I was talking to him. And he was like, hey, where are those elk at? I'll give you some information for deer. I was like, all right, yeah, I'll give you the elk because I want to kill an 
elk, or I want to kill a deer. That's why I came here. That's what my points are for. So I traded that, and he gave me this spot. So I go over to this spot this this morning, and it's a pretty big area, you know. So I'm glass, I'm glass, and all of a sudden these two trucks come in. I'm parked at this nice glassing spot, and they just run right where I'm glass, and didn't even say nothing, didn't wave to me. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, that that's kind of guys I'm dealing with right now. So glass, these two bucks fighting, right? far away and they're in be they're well, the guys are in between me and the deer so i'm like oh crap and they're still in their truck i'm glassing them they're not even glassing yet so i'm like i still got time to so run to my truck and it's only like 100 yards away ran my truck down there and passed them they didn't even wave so i just drove past them too you know whatever run over there and i parked my truck where i think i saw them and can't find them you know i'm like hiking i'm like hang where are they i'm checking all these little cuts and i'm like all right they're probably over there there's this nice little, it's a big mountain that comes down like this, and there's a bunch of cuts that go up into the mountain like that, and I think they're in this far canyon, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive down a little bit farther. I get down there, and I start glassing. I hike over there. I'm like, nope. So I hike back to the truck, and as I get back to the truck, I'm like, this nice hillside on the other side. I'm like, this looks pretty good, so I'm going to start glassing. Start glassing. Boom. Big, nice. My buck yeah. just by himself, dude. Kicking I'm it. Like, you got to be kidding me, and I'm only like 800 yards away from him. And he's just feeding there. And I'm like, I wasn't being super quiet. I mean, I was being quiet, but not like super quiet. You know? And he could have seen me. Nothing. So I'm like, oh, crap. My heart starts pumping. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, you got nervous. Everybody does. And I'm like, all I saw was a nice four-point frame. And I'm like, I'm going to kill that deer. And so heart's pumping. I could have taken a f- shot at 500. And like I said, I've killed deer at 500. But I had the time. And, and I had the terrain would allow me to yeah. get to a better position. And, and if you guys, if any time... You have a position that you can get closer, get closer, because you have that much higher percentage yeah. of killing that deer instead of sitting down, laying at 500 and missing four times. Yeah. If you have the contour of the land and you can get closer, get closer. Get close. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, hey, I'm going to shoot at 600 or say a shot at 600. If you can get closer, get closer. So I work up at a perfect, nice little draw and get up there. I'm like, where is the deer? Where is the deer? And I had this tree, nice little pine tree. It's probably about six feet tall and right to the right of it, there's uh, a nice rock. So I'm like, perfect. I got a lot, nice little spot. So I'm like crawling up to that spot. You know, don't get don't, don't be afraid to crawl, guys. You need to crawl sometimes. Crawl up to this tree, perfect. I'm like sitting right behind it. I'm like, where is this thing? Glass and glass. Because I'm thinking he's like bedded in this strip of timber, which is probably only about 10, 10 to 20 yards wide, about and about 100 yards long, but it's not like super timbery. You could glass you can see through it. it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm like glass in the timber, glass in the timber. I can't find him. And all of a sudden, I look to the left in the open. He's just bedded in the hillside open. Just, just so obvious, open. 268 <laughs> yards, just bedded in the open. Uh, he's quartering away to me, and I'm seeing his right side. So I'm like, perfect, dude. I got all the time in the world to get a perfect rest. You know, even 268 yards, if you have time, take the time. Yeah. So I set up, get everything perfect. And when I shoot, I want... To not even be like moving, the gun shouldn't be moving. If I let go of the gun, the gun should still be pointed directly at his vitals. All I'm there to do is have my shoulder for a backstop and a finger pull. Yeah, that's how you should be shooting. You shouldn't be like moving up and down, left and right, if possible. You right. know what I mean? So perfect shot, shot him, boom, dropped him. He's moving his legs and his head and stuff like that. And, and about a minute goes by and he's still moving. So I'm like, you know, I'm put one more in him. He's a nice trophy. I don't want to lose him. So I shot him one more time and. He probably would have died after the first one, you know, and he might not have ever gotten up. But in my mind, at that time, I wanted to kill him to not lose him. So I did. Yeah, you ended it quick. Yeah, I I shot him. 
It was great, dude. I have a video of it. I could show you guys later. I'm like, amped, dude. Walk up to him, and dude, man, it was amazing. It was. A you phone scoped it? Uh, no, I didn't phone cam it. No, oh, I have okay. a phone cam. I don't use the phone scope anymore. Okay. Um, but um, just like me walking up to the yeah, deer, yeah, oh, stuff okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope and those guys glassed you walking up to that deer. No, but when I shot him, because I yelled as loud as I could, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're super you know excited, what, guys? You guys want to be like that kind of guy? I understand it's public land, it's whatever, dude. But I was just like, "All right, well, I killed a nice buck." So I just want to let you know by yelling. Yeah, so, good for you. Um, no, it was great. It's that's one thing about hunting solos. You don't get as good pictures as you wish you would have. Right. You know what I mean? But it happens, you know. So I got some cool pictures and I was on cloud nine and luckily I was close enough. I just threw them on my shoulder. I gutted them and threw them on my shoulders. Hiked it them down. sucked for a little bit, but I hiked it down to the track and I got close and I just I was like fifty yards. At least you weren't like five miles back, dude. No, because I would have deboned them. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, dude, that happened like it relatively happens. close. No, I've had that, dude. And that happens D- everywhere. That uh, D14 hunt that you saw on YouTube, that was how it was. I hiked nine miles in, I shot mm-hmm. five miles from a truck, and I had to carry them on my pack with some Jan Sport backpack. Yeah. You know what I mean? You live and you learn. <laughs> and you live and you learn. And you know what, dude? You weren't 30, dude. You weren't 35 years old. I wasn't 35 <laughs> years old. I was a lot younger, so my recovery rate, and you know what that thing is? We were up there for a wedding. After that D14 hunt, I killed that buck later that night. I was pretty pretty smashed. Yeah. I okay. could not do that now. I'd be sleeping. Dude, you'd be hurting, dude. 100%. <laughs> Fucking hurts. But yeah, anyway, killed that buck and made some really good friendships out of that hunt. Like, grabbed the buck, threw him back to the truck, threw him in the town. And, you know, the town's so small, everybody's wearing orange. So I see, they see a rack because I yeah. propped it up. Everyone wants to check Everybody it. stops. I had like 10 trucks. Another guy pulls up and he's like, I'll show you mine if I show you yours. And he killed nice. I want like 170 buck. Nice. Man. So, and then I made good friendships with him. Come to find out, he's like, Stone Glacier poster boy and oh yeah, yeah dude. so <laughs> yeah. really good. Yeah, Another dude. one, he's killing like ten animals. Guys that I strive to be like, mm-hmm. you know, guys that I want to pick their brain. Yeah, you know those kind of guys. You know, and I met those, which is really awesome. And so that hunt was cool. And that was a great hunt all together, man. And can't say anything bad about it. It was great. I remember speaking to you about it on your way home. That yeah, was a, it. Was a great time. It was an amazing hunt for it you. Was awesome. It's everything you expected. Hundred percent, everything I expected. I th- going into it, we were expecting weather. Mm-hmm. We didn't get any weather, and that's what I was expecting. You wanted it to be. Super I wanted cold. weather because in that ter- the unit that I was hunting, that unit had killed two more two hundred inch deer than any other unit in the year past. But yeah. they got snow in the mm-hmm. season that I was hunting, and the deer pushed out of that heavy thick timber where you can't even glass. Even if doesn't matter, you can't glass. You that can't stuff. glass. So them. you want you need them to come out. And they didn't, but it's all right, you know. And that's year dependent. It's weather dependent. And I made the most of my hunt, and I had a good hunt. That's great, you know. And I'm I'm happy with the hunt, you know. And it just gives me something else to go back to next year when I go to Colorado this year for deer. It's like, all right, just grind a little bit harder. Every yeah. year you're gonna grind a little bit harder. You're gonna learn a little bit more, and you're gonna figure it out how you like to hunt a little bit more. And you're gonna grind, and you're gonna use those tools on your side to push a little bit farther be able to stay out longer and just dude just thrive every year you add to your knowledge bank add to your knowledge bank and it gives you that much more mental perseverance to be able to push farther stay longer and you know what if you're not seeing deer it's like you know what you're gonna shrug that off you're like you know what i'm gonna find the deer Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know what i mean you're gonna gonna find the deer they're there you just gotta find them Mm -hmm. i yeah for sure man i I hope all the listeners are taking this podcast uh (laughs) To heart, there's a lot of good information in this one, you know. It's a, it's definitely a good one. Dude, What, what's up with your uh, – dude, you've been killing machine in yeah. 2021. Trying, dude. dude. You know, right. looking back on that season, now there's 2022. Yeah. Dude, you, you were a killing machine. I bro. try. 
Yeah. I try. What's what's the deal with that elk, bro? I'm going to go grab him real quick. All right. Yeah, go Give grab him. one him. second. It allows us to... Uh, and everything's going to get... All, all these animals we're talking about are going to get on... The, are going to be put on the Ridge to Ridge story here pretty soon. Yeah, for sure. We're going to... You got a bunch of pictures with them, oh, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to grab some pictures. Right? God, dude, that thing's got so much mass. Look at that. <laughs> like, dude, it's just insane how much mass there is on that. It's wild. Fucking tank. Sorry. Hey, don't worry about it, dude. Yeah, there's my bull. I'm stoked on him. Um, measured him, he's 345 and two eights. It's a decent bull. That's a big bull. It's big. It's got a lot of mass on him, too. Um, it's huge. No, so this one, I had nine points. Right. I had been looking at burning my points in Arizona for a while. I didn't have enough points for like a, ni- a good archery deer tag, so I opted for a rifle tag. And, um, you didn't have enough points for a good archery tag no, in Arizona? It takes like, for this hunt, for this unit, it takes yeah. at least 14, 15. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, with the bow. Okay. Know? So I was like, you know what? I want, I want to kill something. I want to be able to kill something in a couple of years, too, and not have to wait another 15 years. So luckily I was drew it, and there's a couple of the guys, like, when I drew this tag, I think everybody was stoked. Like, I know a couple of the people that drew it, like, Senio uh, Mealy, she drew an elk tag. Mm. My buddy Riley, he yeah. drew an elk tag. He killed a nice 330 bull, too, and. Uh, a nice unit too and then his dad killed a nice bull um but we were all you know everybody's amped you know application when that when the draws results come comes out it's like christmas everybody's oh, yeah. texting everybody hey did you draw something you draw something you draw something and i hit my my check my credit card and because I, I looked on the forums or instagram someone said hey your credit cards checked it i'm like boom i got hit and i'm like oh my gosh and, you know i text my buddy riley and he's like oh, i drew two and he he put in for some good units, so he Oof. got his units. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a sick year. Oh, know? dude. So anyway, um, I was in medic school at the time, and I couldn't scout. And usually, I'm scouting a lot, putting trail cameras out, putting all the time. And this year, I couldn't. Right? I, I mean, I just couldn't. There's mm-hmm. no way I could do it. And sometimes right. in life, you can't, and that's understandable. So I, I opted to go guided. Um, Luckily, I know the guys, so it's more of just like I'm just paying for the guy to be with me. Yeah, yeah. Like I know the guys, and I work for the guide service now. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean. So I, I just need someone to be with me that pre-scout. I'm paying for the pre-scouting. Correct. You know, and they give like me the a package pretty, or something. Yeah, they give me a pretty good discount. You know, so um, got all that information, found it, and we were we were hiking like 10 to 15 miles a day, dude. Like, yeah, it's it not was, it's not yeah. a easy and thing. I, I don't care what you say, dude. If you say you don't want to go guided, that's fine. Whatever, dude. But don't expect to, like, kill the biggest bull in the unit. Don't expect to, like, kill a 370 bull. And some people will, you know. They'll put in the time, but don't expect that. And those people that are doing that and they're doing it themselves, they know that they could go see nothing. You know what I mean? They know that. You know what I mean? But I wanted to kill a big bull. This is my first really good elk tag I've ever had that Mm -hmm. that I've drawn with a lot of points. So I went with them and show up to camp, you know, and set the camp up. And the first two days, we're hiking like 10 to 15 miles. Didn't see nothing the first day. Oh, I take that back. We saw, I, I found a bedded bull at like, probably like 2,000 yards. He was nothing that I wanted to shoot on the first day. Um, and it was high timber area, so passed on that bull. And the next day, didn't see nothing. And we're seeing other guide services, and we're seeing a lot of people in this unit. You know, there's yeah. a lot of tags for this this season. Um, but we knew we were going to get it done. So the third day comes and we split up my guide. He went, goes to the right. Cody did Cody Philpot. If you guys look him up, he's a freaking beast. 
Um, he goes over to the right, and I had radios. I had a videographer. Again, this guy, this will be on Carbon TV. It's called The Show Guided. This whole video will be out there. You guys can see the whole hunt when it comes out this year. That'll be rad. Yeah, it's pretty cool, dude. The whole shooting sequence is pretty cool. Um, but we find that he finds this bowl, and there's like a 370 bowl. This bigger than this bowl, just longer yeah. main beams. Not as much mass, but he's giant. I'll show you some videos. I don't even know. If, uh, but uh, he sees him. He's like, dude, Andrew, you got to get over here now. I'm like, all right. So it's like a two-and-a-half-mile hike to him. Yeah. So Because you, you, you can go down the drainage and up, but it's like straight down and straight, straight up. up. Yeah, yes. otherwise you got to go all the way around. Yes. So we jam over there, and we it's, I'm sure it's on the video. We're pretty much running, you know, and hiking over there, and finally we get over there, and where he saw the elk feed into, we're pretty much we're like there. So you call some other reinforcements in to try to get another view on this, this elk. Here he is right here. Check this guy out. This Check it out, Timmy. That's the video. Um, but we're sitting there, right? We're at 600 yards, and again, I feel comfortable with my equipment at 600 yards. Um, and we have some reinforcement, and the wind was coming out. And what happened was, later we found out what happened is the elk, they bumped them with it when they were going up to hike to go glass. So we're, like, sitting there, you know, and it's, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, we got a lot of time for the day. So we're, we're not expecting them to start feeding up until, like, 5, 6, you know, like 5-ish. Um, so all of a sudden on the radio, they're up, they're up, they all grew up, they're running up the hill. So you hear that, and my Cody is like, get behind the gun. So we see him, and this bull, that 370 bull comes out, and he's just like freaking giant, and he runs, finally get on him, and he's like, you on him? I'm like, yeah, he's like, shoot him if you can, and I'm like, I don't got a shot, I don't got a shot. Yeah. He's like, and then the cameraman, he's like, don't shoot him, don't shoot him. Like Cody is like, shoot that fucking bull if you got a shot. Yeah. So I'm like, I've got a shot. And, you know, it's super hectic. <laughs> oh, dude. my God. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's just like us three. It's like everybody's talking. The cameraman's like, don't shoot him. I don't got a shot. Where is he at? Guys, I need your help. And then I'm like, I don't got him, Cody. I don't got him. <laughs> Cody's over here. Shoot that fucking bull. He's like, shoot him. And I'm just like yelling <laughs> the bulls. You can ride ass. The only thing, the juniper sitting right. Like, I could see his rack. Yeah, yeah, see yeah, his rack yeah, in yeah. his head. And ethically, looking back, I'm super happy I didn't take a shot because yeah. I would have shot a branch, 100%. Right, right in his vital signs. And I'm like, oh, he's there. I don't have a shot. And then all of a sudden, he starts busting up. I'm like, is he running out? And everybody's like, where's he going? I'm like, he ran over the hill. I don't see him. He runs over the hill, you know, and we're like, fuck. We like all look at each other like, what just happened? It just happened? <laughs> it happens that fast. What? It, it was literally, this is all within like a minute. Yeah. You know, and we're like, what just happened? It's we, almost like. And oh, I get fuck. off the gun, and I'm like, what just happened? And all of a sudden, Cody's like, there's another bull. There's another bull. There's two bulls. There's two bulls. And he's, and I'm jumped back on the gun. You know, I'm not in like a very good position, right. you know. And we're shooting cross canyon at 600 yards. And finally, he's like, shoot that second bull. And I'm like, all right. We didn't know how good he was. We did not know how good he was. You were just going off your guides. We, we were going off of Cody, and he knew he was a decent bull. We didn't know he was this good. Yeah. Um, but he steps out, and he's like, shoot that second ball. So I'm like, he's like, I don't have I was like, I don't have a shot. I don't have a shot. I don't see him. And he's like, he's coming through the opening. So I said, okay. I'm on the opening. And finally, he comes in perfect stops broadside. Yeah, he's yeah. He's like, just... like less than a second. He stops. He's like, shoot him. Boom. Smash him, dude. And he starts running towards us, dude. And I'm like, fuck. He's like, he's still up. He's still up. But he's, ble he's blood's coming out of his mouth. He's got the BTX, the Swarovski BTX. Yeah, yeah, so he's okay. Like, he's like seeing him. He's 600 yards. You can see. It, it, he's there. like looking at him you from 10 feet away. Yeah, yeah. You can see the hair. Um, anyway, he, he runs in, you know, and 
He's like, shoot him again, shoot him again. But boom, shoot him in the, the front right because it's a quartering two. It's pretty much almost a frontal yeah. shot. But I shoot him, and I already shot him, so I'm going to continue to kill him. Hit shoot him, him until hit he's him until dead. He you around, know? Yeah. So I shoot him, and he just like, you could see him, boom, his right whole shoulder's just dangling as he's mm-hmm. running down. He's like, all right, shoot him again. <laughs> <laughs> and I did miss two shots, so I shot him five out of the seven times. You know, So I think the third shot, I missed him literally like – it grazed his hair. Yeah. And then I missed this, the fourth shot. Well, because he's coming closer, and you're yeah. still dope for 600. Yes. And then after the second miss, I say, guys, I need a range. And luckily, he had the new Resnick. It's the Gunworks uh, range finder. Yeah. And I put all my dope chart into it, so he just goes 600 yards, dial to 10.2. So I have my turret, 10.2, boom, smash him. Broadside, yeah. dude, just good as it can be. You know, and he's like, all right, he's going down. Fuck, he's not going down. Shoot him again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What did you shoot him with? 300 PRC hand loads with a 215 Burger Hybrid with 81 grains of N570 and then the Federal 215 primers with 80 G brass. So it's not like it's a – if right. anybody on here is listening to this, they know what kind of load that is. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good load. And it, he's just absorbing them, man. And then he's like, shoot him again. Boom. Broadside. Boom. Shoot him again. Perfect. And he takes, like, another 10 steps. He's like – Oh, he's wobbling. He's wobbling. He's going down. He's like, damn it. Shoot him again. Dude, <laughs> oh, my dude. God. So this is, and then finally on the fifth shot, and I would just smoke him. Boom. He's like, oh, crap. He's going down. He's going down. Damn it. He's not going down. And then, <laughs> and I had a lot of ammo with me, and luckily I, I stacked it all right next to my gun because yeah. I knew if I needed to, I wanted you to wanted be able to, to have everything it. ready next to me. And Finally, he just goes down, and it's just like, we're just cloud nine. Dude. And you know, I got emotional. I did. I, did I, you? I, I didn't cry. I, I cried because water was coming out of my ears, you know, because it's an emotional moment, especially with everything that's just going on. So yeah. I just had some tears in the cameraman's video and me, and luckily I had my hood on, mm-hmm. you know, so you can't really see me. And I look at him, he's, I'm like, dude, F, bro, dude, list, at least let me put my glasses on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I put my sunglasses on, and then all, you know, hugs. Yeah, just, yeah. stoked, dude. And I was on cloud night, dude. That's my first elk. You I know, the, the thing about it is, like, to somebody that takes what just went down out of context, yeah. you know, the reality of it is, is that's dude, hunting. That, dude, that's hunting, and the dude. second you put a round in an animal, yeah. if you have an opportunity to put another one in, you need to. You need to shoot that animal until it hits the ground. Especially with those elk, dude. They're, they're tough. Yeah, yeah, I shot that animal five times, and they were all good shots, mm-hmm. all kill shots, no blood, really, There's no blood trail. But when we cut through him and throughs, yes, when he when we cut him open, blood just gorged. Out. Yeah, he just bled internally. He just he just didn't start bleeding. Yeah, you know, and in that pinion juniper country, dude, you'll lose them. Yeah, you know, and we, I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. I uh, I commend you for. Putting a bunch of rounds in them. I will shoot you them until they were dude. down. Yeah. If I have the opportunity, especially if I've hit that animal, it's in my in my conscious. I need to do the due diligence yeah. to put that animal on the ground and ethically kill that animal as quick as possible so he mm-hmm. gets the death that he deserves, dude. Yeah. Like these animals are out there year round, sun up to sundown, wind, the wind, snow, rain, sleet. It doesn't matter. These guys need to have a good death. Yeah. And you need to do everything in your power to put that animal down as quick and as, fast as ethically as, as possible. And you know what? Oh, yeah, he shot him five times. He missed twice, whatever. I, You go do it. Yeah. Dude, no, do it. listen. You, no, I'm not saying you. I'm just no, I'm yeah. not saying you guys in general. I'm just saying, how about you go do that? When you're so amped up and you mm-hmm. see a bull and it's your first bull, you go do that. 
Yeah. Make sure you you go do that, and then tell me how it feels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's other people that will miss a 200-yard shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I'm a firm believer that the second you dart, if you dart an animal, yeah. or if you fucking put around in an animal, you got to do everything you can to put them down. 100%. You have to. And if that yeah. takes five rounds, it takes five rounds. If it takes 10 Dude. miles of tracking, it takes 10 miles right. of tracking. Because, like, like, believe me, it was, is, is, you know, I feel like it was ethical. You did exactly what you needed to do. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pumped for you. Look at that. Got a meat full or a freezer full of meat. Sitting right next to Dude, it. Dude, you, you got a badass mount coming. You yeah. know, it's going to be, it, it's a, big you're going to. Big six by six with devil eye guards and. Dude. Pipe mass all the way up. It's. I can't even reach my Fucking rad, dude. It, you're living the life you want to live, dude. Yeah, dude. Look at those bases, bro. I know. It's insane. It's mass. Dude, it's great. It's great, man. I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, we're all pumped for you. And and the best thing about it is you started out. You didn't grow up hunting. No. You you and you, don't you need just to. ground your pick. You figured it out, and yes. you you take advantage of every opportunity you have, and you have become to. a successful hunter, dude. That's how you do. It. And you you're gonna strive to be the best you can be. And yeah. and it's funny because, you know, individuals that listen to this podcast that think like we're some huge experienced hunters that are oh, dude. dude. I'm I'm no. not like there's people I look up to. I have mentors that I yeah. look up to, and you know what? There's probably people on this podcast that have killed more animals than I have, and they've been in the field longer than I have, and they have killed, and they've, they're they way more successful than me. But you know what? I'm just, I'm here. This, I'm on it's the just, podcast. Right. They could be on the podcast, too, yep. and they've killed a lot more animals. And I'm not saying I'm like God's gifts to freaking hunt, because right. there's, God knows, hell, I ain't no God's gift to hunt. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody's always got something to learn. I'm just a guy that tries to put in as much time into a passion that I love and try to persevere the best I can. Yeah. And that's it. Like, there's people that kill a lot more animals than I do. There's people that kill bigger animals than me. But you know what? I strive to be like them. I want to yeah. kill bigger animals. I want to be more successful. And the only way I'm going to be able to do it is to listening to podcasts, putting in research, spending time in the field, giving myself the best opportunity to be able to capitalize on those opportunities when I am put in that situation. Right. And the only way you're going to capitalize on those situations is by putting in the time and the due diligence to be able to make sure you're 100% comfortable with your rifle. You don't want to be sitting behind a rifle and be like, I'm going to kill this animal. Am right. I gonna am I gonna kill it? You don't want to think that. You want to be able to sit behind your rifle and be like, "My rifle is dead on. I Dope. will shoot this animal and he's gonna die." Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what you want when you're mm -hmm. going into a hunt. You don't want if it takes you a full day in your hunting season and say you have a five day hunt season, you owe it to the animal and to yourself to spend a whole day to make sure that rifle is dialed in yeah. to a shot that you're comfortable to shoot. If you're right. gonna take a six hundred shot, you should be shooting at eight to a thousand. Mm -hmm. You need to be. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. And 100%. Mentors. What about mentors? And you talked about, you know, nine out of 10 people probably won't answer back. But when it comes to people asking you questions, I know you, me, Brandon, everyone is more than happy to, to answer I'll questions. Share, dude. I, I don't care. Dude, listen, but I'll, I'll tell share. you right now what this podcast right now is going to do more good for the new hunters than you probably imagine. I'm not kidding. Like, this is a, this podcast, as much as I would like it to get out and be, you know, as a group you know, me, Brian, Ryan, and Timmy, like we want this thing to expand and grow, but dude, this podcast is legitimately geared towards the new hunter. Oh yeah. And everything you said leading up to these experiences that you had yeah. in 2021 is yeah. going to help individuals find success. Oh yeah. They're going to look at you and I don't know, like you may be a mentor to somebody now at this point. And hit me up on Instagram, dude. I don't care. I'll answer all the questions dude. I give my numbers to people I meet yeah. at like Barron's dude. dude. Like that's a grocery store up here for people that don't know that. It's like, Oh dude, if you have questions, call me. I love talking about hunting. I have no problem taking 30 minutes out of my day to talk about hunting. 
Because what else do I love to do besides hunting? It's like hanging out with my family. I'll take 30 minutes to talk to anybody about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. You've pretty much left it all on the table on this podcast, which is For good. Sure. But if there are questions, yeah, yeah, Krem would be happy to. Acrem44. That's my Instagram handle. Absolutely. Get They'll see you at the there. turkey tune-up, too, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, I'll be out there with the, in the right bear booth. Yeah. Uh, Drew and Trent got some prior obligations, so I'm going to. I think me and Timmy are going to be sitting in the little represent. I think, be I think Timmy's. Uh, fucking bouncing back and forth. Brian's okay. going to be there. I'm not going to be there, unfortunately. I will, I will be there with that. Booth. Yeah, the two booths will be together. The tables yeah. will be together. Like so right to, bear, yep, right to Bear Ridge to Ridge. And, uh, yeah, come stop by. Talk about hunting. It's the most. For sure. It's the best thing. And again, guys, <laughs> we're all in this together, right? We need to look at the big picture. Sorry, I'm going to go out on a rant. Do, do quick, it. You know, because you know what? There's a lot more to hunting than just SoCal hunting. Yep. We need to stick together as hunters, dude. There's another thing. I think you already had John Stallone. Yeah, how for wildlife, dude. wildlife, dude. We need to stick together as hunters. I don't for care sure. if you're a trapper that doesn't like to rifle hunt or you're an archery hunter that doesn't like to rifle hunt, vice versa, whatever. At the end of the day, in five years, is that person going to be on your side? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that other anti going to be on your side? No. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, we're on the same team. Yeah. If you've played any sport and you've had differences with anybody on that team or anybody at work, it doesn't matter. But you're all st- the, still there to get the same job done, correct. correct? And we need to stick together as hunters, and we need to be able to fight all these antis. Yeah. And we need to stick together, guys. Dude. That's it, dude. You're 100% right. So and sign it, up for Hell for Wildlife. Yeah, sign up for Hell for Wildlife. Get together in your local community mm-hmm. for hunting. Dedicate as much time. Because you know what? We're the conservationists here, guys. That's it. We're the ones that are putting forth the money, and we're the ones that are making sure that these animals have a better better life and better at outcome when we have, like, transplant, you know, for mule deer, yeah. elk, bighorn sheep. We're, we're it. Absolutely. There's, there's nobody else besides us, you yeah. know what I mean? So 100%. we just need to stick together as a group and accomplish what we want so that our grandkids and our great-grandkids and our, you know, great-great-grandkids, they all have the same opportunity that we do right now. And maybe – with some of the stuff that we've been talking about, maybe even better. Yes. Yeah, for sure. It, it's yeah. with that. It's not. It's not out of question to have better opportunities as we age, and and obviously I don't have kids, but you know your guys' kids and their kids can still enjoy yeah. the outdoors and public yeah. lands. You know, oh, dude. we have to stick together. And, and public lands getting harder. That that John Stallone How for Wildlife podcast we put out was was beast. great, and and I encourage everybody that listens to this podcast, you know, go on there, sign up for sure, uh, answer the call when it's needed, and yeah. and if you have. Two, three dollars, whatever you can donate th- to their fund because it ain't free to do that. No, they cost them money, man. Yeah, so it's volunteer service. Yeah, dude. it. Um, if you guys have a few dollars, you know, don't buy spa- Starbucks for a day and on your way to work, slip it into the old donation jar for How for Wildlife. You or know, dude, if you got some like really, if you're like really good at like the law kind of stuff, or you're good at fighting stuff, dude, volunteer. Yeah, help them out. Volunteer. We need yeah. people like you. Absolutely. There's people like there's people that have these really good niches that they're so good at right yeah. they just need something to be able to they need a reason to go forward with it mm-hmm. find that niche and dude dedicate your it. service dude because yeah. you know what we need you yeah we need right, you dude. dude we need you it, dude well listen man we've been going for an hour and 38 minutes dude we've been kicking ass on this one Dude, this is great. I told, told you you wouldn't be all fucking wadded up, dude. I just want to keep talking because I love hunting, dude. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> I wish you could just well, like, listen, party look, it up. We're going to get you on part two for sure. We'll have Let's another one with you. Uh, guys, make sure you guys, if you want to in or you know enter to win that Winchester that we're raffling off, make sure you can go on. Or make sure you go on our Instagram. You can do it there. Right to Bears. They'll, they'll have a link to go our way or you can show up at the Turkey Tune-Up. Um, $10 a ticket. 
enter to win. It's a it's a good deal. Um, it is. That, yeah. uh, can I say something real quick about that? I was John? just going to tell you to fucking tell your story about so, it. So uh, I have the SX4. It's all black, and I duck hunt. Well, this year I didn't duck hunt too much, but last year I hunted about 20 days, and the year before that I hunted about 20 days with that SX4, dude. And I'm bad on my gear. I did not clean it till the end of the season. thing is a beast. Still, I've never had one malfunction. Still cycling. Yeah, I've shot three inches, two and three quarters. I've shot three and a half, BBs, Ts, you name it, dude. I've shut it out of that gun, and that thing hammers. Good, good gun, dude. It is a... Hammer. You guys need to get out there, put some money forth, and let's get let's get someone a badass gun, dude. Dude, it, it'll happen for yeah. sure. It'll happen. Someone's getting a fucking badass it's gun. It's gonna dude. be me. Yeah, well, I <laughs> hope so. You know, <laughs> you know, there's tons of shit. But anyways, guys, uh, me, Timmy, Brian, and Ryan, we're actually revamping our our YouTube channel. I know I've talked about it. We put a couple shorts out, put a handful of videos out, but we're just developing content. We're actually gonna push that thing pretty hard. So if you're uh, not subscribed to Rich Ridge Outdoors on youtube go ahead and go subscribe it helps us out it shows us that we got retention and and everything's going to go that way in regards to coyote hunts and whatnot it should uh we should be getting out some pretty badass content i know it's breeding season coming up so we'll see how that all works out but um we should be able to get some badass content but other than that you guys got anything i'm dialed we good to go support your local hunters dude yeah that's it yeah once again big shout out to right to bear we appreciate you guys adios i think it's this one hold on (laughs) 